Now batting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. It's Wednesday, Albuquerque. You know what that means. It means may the 4th be with you. That's what that means. I am Fred Slow alongside me. One who has been tempted by the dark side by Tal. Van Nunley. Van, how are you? Temptation was great and I succumbed. What is... What? No, no, that's... You don't succumb to the dark side. That's that's cis stuff. Did anyone ever tell you about Darth Plagueis the Wise, Fred? Yes, that he had such a control over the midi-chlorians that he could create life. Yes, he could regenerate yeah. from death to life. And it's a power that I can show you, Fred. The thing about Darth... All you have to do is embrace the dark side. The thing with Darth Plagueis, what's his name? Plagueis? Yeah. Depending on where you're from. It could be pronounced differently, I think. That power he couldn't use to save himself. Isn't that a shame? That's the irony of the whole thing. Also, the guy that was he was teaching murdered him. So he didn't finish the story. So you're, you want to go into that real quick? Because I'll go into that. Let's hit it. So Darth Plagueis, uh, Anakin Skywalker, Darth Vader... So for for oh, t- today, it's going to be Vanakin Skywalker. Thank you, Vanakin Skywalker. That's okay. very smart. Obi-Wan's Kenobis. Basically all of them except for Rey. They all get killed by their mentors. They all get killed by their apprentices. That's how it just works in the game. Is Luke his own apprentice then? Because he kind of offs himself in a way. Okay. Every single episode we do that has any Star Wars relation, you tie immediately back into World War II history, and I'm really tired of it. I'm really tired of the way that you're constantly comparing the Jedi and the Republic to Nazi Germany, and I need you to stop. Look, the Republic did nothing wrong. They were (laughs) establishing order. Yeah, it's not to the Empire. I I said it backwards. The Empire. The Empire did nothing wrong. They're establishing order. There's never been more peace in the galaxy. Uh huh. You know, the rebels are terrorists. You know, intergalactic trade routes have never been more prosperous for planets like Alderaan. Yeah. Yeah. You know how that worked out. Mm hmm. Mike Vital. How. You're more of a Star Trek guy than a Star Wars guy, right? Yeah, I'm more of a Trekkie. You're a Trekkie? I like Star Wars, but I'm a Trekkie. Yeah, the first series, the original series. I love that. They're you know, all over the friggin' place now. Yeah, I, I, I like it. Hey, hold on, hold on. It's May the 4th. We don't talk about Star Trek. On Thank this. you. I, I'm glad you did that. But I'm not some kook that's 60 years old like my age and walking around wearing suits. 
or Halloween costumes of Star Wars or Star Trek. Is he taking a shot at you right now? Did you do something wrong, Van? God bless those people. And Michael is being mean to you right now for some reason? I don't have a mean my body for Van. Van, I love Van. That's what I heard. Okay. (laughs) How many Star Wars? Every new Star Wars movie, I appreciate the people who dress up and come out. So I, I understand this culture a little bit. I believe these are called costumed players. And what they do is they go to events and events that are adjacent to Star Wars. So, sure, sure. So if you were to be like, Fred, what is a Star Wars event? And I would be like, oh, a movie premiere. To me, that would be like a very acceptable where you would wear your Star Wars and Star Wars adjacent garb. Now, also, if the Roller King were to have Star Wars nights and we were all supposed to show up like in our Mandalorian outfits, 100% I'm in. Yeah, that makes better sense. Again, today it's Vandalorian. Thank so you. There's, there's also that. <laughs> Darth Vander. There's a bunch of them. There's a lot of V's and A's and N's. A lot of V and A? Thank you. Oh, my goodness. There's a family program, Fred. I am a big Star Wars guy. Same. To me, Star Wars, it's up. All right, number one is Marvel. Obviously, Marvel's number one. Star Wars, number one. Star Wars is probably number two. So Marvel, hard one, cannot be contested, except Moon Knight really sucks. I wasn't a fan. It's not good. The f- I, I gave it three episodes and I quit. I gave it two because that's my rule. You get two. That's why I gave Showtime at the- uh, But Showtime got really good episode three. Show, Showtime at the Forum, is that what it's called? It's Showtime. Okay. So in the canon- there's like nine Star Wars movies, but then there's... Oh, no, no, no. There's so many more otherwise. Yeah, all all of the... They're all the, canon. The cartoons are all canon, too. Not the holiday special. Clone Wars, Rebels, Visions. Well, that's what I'm saying, canon. but those aren't movies. Correct. Yeah, those are like limited series or actual series. And that's the thing, too, in media now. Because if you're like Fred... Sit down and watch Schindler's List. I'm like, no, that thing is four hours long. I refuse to watch the third Pirates of the Caribbean. It's sure. too long. But you watch Batman. What is Batman? Oh, speaking the Batman. Oh, why did why are you doing this right so, now? I'm in a good mood. I finished the Batman. We should touch on this Friday. All right, let's touch on it right now. When we have Robert Buck D. Gibson oh, with us. We might not have the same listener base, so today we're also going to touch on the Batman at some point because we need to this fill is May the fourth. No no other universes shall exist today there, except for the Star Wars universe. The Star Wars one is the only one that matters. Let's rank them. That's today's I-9 Varsity. So today's I-9 Varsity, which is at 645, okay. and, and like friend of the show is like, 645? I thought the boys were on to 545. Well, breaking news, it's raining in Oklahoma. They ain't playing no baseball. So uh, It is raining and windy and two different um, – what do you call it? Weather systems are colliding. There might be tornadoes in Oklahoma so City. I talk, that is scary. On the Panhandle. I talked to a friend I have that lives in the Panhandle this morning. You don't have a friend that lives in a Panhandle. I do. Nope. And you've actually met her. Nope. You know her. She's outside the industry. Doesn't exist. But she moved to the Panhandle, and she called me this morning, and she says, Hey, um, you grew up in tornadoes, right? And I was like, Yeah, I grew up in the Midwest. She's like, Cool. We're about to have a lot of tornadoes. Like, what should I do? <laughs> and I was like, Oh, there's not actually a ton you can do. Curl up in a ball, hide under a desk is what I remember, but who really has desk anymore? Hit the ditch. 
What? All right, that's actually one. That was on. That was like a. That was a poster thing we had as kids in the classroom. How How is she with theoretical physics? Because if I was her, I would invent a time machine and never move to Oklahoma. I don't think she's that good. Okay. Yeah. We're gonna allow in our today's I nine varsity at six forty five when we're doing the I nine varsity of Star Wars stuff. We're gonna allow limited run series, Disney Plus exclusives. Cartoon animation, and I think for fun, let's put in video games. Okay. Because I one time, Michael, played this lightsaber game at a Dave & Buster's where you had to wear like virtual reality headset and swing lightsabers. It took you like three weeks to recover from that injury. That thing was crazy. Yeah. Also, there's not a ton of sports in the Star Wars world. What do they have? They have pod racing, but then what else is in the Star Wars world? That's kind of the only sport. 3D chess? That doesn't count. Jedi terrorism, that's like a sport. Stop calling the Jedi terrorists. It's the everything e- was working just fine before these uppity Jedi come and ruin everything for everybody. The Death Star was created to destroy worlds. It was an empire that was pro-world destruction. Yeah, but were they going to use it if it wasn't for Princess Leia? Were they going to use these uppity rebels trying to destroy everything for everybody? They destroyed Alderaan. That was a test run. How do you know it's not working? No, a test run is not shooting a planet. All right, so according to... You got to know it works, Vital. StarWars.Fandom.com, there's something called Nuna Ball, which it looks a lot like football, but it's played by the Nuna species, and they look like, like... like beach balls that have like upper bodies that are shaped like brooms. So there you go. It's like the Harry Potter game a little bit. Uh, it's kind of like the Harry Potter game, which I believe is called Quidditch. Quidditch, that's what it is. See, that's one. That's a universe I never got into. I, so I don't know anything about Harry Potter. Okay, does Harry Potter have their special May the 4th day? No, they don't. Is there a Harry Potter day? Because it's subpar. No, I think there is. I think it has something to do with, um, what's that? The train station number? You know what I'm talking about? Uh, it was two days ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Didn't mo- make the show. Monday, May the 2nd. Well, that sucks for them. Star Wars to me and sports fandom, they do collide because obviously everyone likes sports. Everyone likes Star Wars. Those are literally my two favorite things. I, I'm kind of agreeing with you. Outside of Marvel, obviously, which is number one for everyone. Baseball and the, Star Wars, I'm not going to pick. When the ice, But we can just say sports and Star Wars are the two best things on Earth. When the ice tubs do Star Wars jerseys, I'm like, yeah. yes. Yeah. Yeah. I bid on one like three years ago. And? Like, barely lost. So you're going to say the force wasn't with you on that one. I put kind of like an aggressive amount, too, and I still lost. Pod racing is a dangerous racing sport performed by pod racers. Okay. Small one-man crafts propelled by large engines, popular on planets such as Malastare, Kurgans, Theron, Cantosia, and Tatooine. That's the only one I knew. May 2nd is a celebration of the Battle of Hogwarts. Oh, who knew? It's the end of the Second Wizarding War, and that, and so is that when the Confederacy like changed battle flags, or was that before that? That's the day that you got to have that conversation with your dad. Oh, that's a bad one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Don't he knew already. He already knew. He already didn't knew. have to tell him. The whole family knew. Josh Sushan will join us at four fifteen because we're going to talk about rainouts. Is what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about isotopes and what the boys do during rainouts. I told you I just did senior day the other day for New Mexico Highlands University. Yeah, and you know they read off those. Hey, what's your favorite memory of your time at the university or being a cowboy? Where? So Gavin Gifford, big number fifty one, DHs throws the ball real hard. He says, uh, my favorite memory is all the rain delays when we would get weird in opposing teams' dugouts. That's so <laughs> I'm like, yes. That's really cool. You're very funny, Gavin. Thank you. Some of these guys out there. Some got personality. Go to commercial. After that, Josh Sushan will join us. We're going to talk rain out baseball. So let me make the – I got this straight, Michael. So the plan right now, assuming that a tornado does not take out any sort of baseball field that the game could be played on, they're going to play a doubleheader tomorrow. Is that correct? Starting at three thirty. Well, what's that mean for us? Are we on? They putting us in KKOB? Is that what they're doing? Well, you'd have to talk to the boss on that one. I'm not so sure, but I thought we were. That's what I thought. We, I thought you were the boss. No, 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 no. So that'd be Tony are. Danza. Ah, that's who's the boss. Yeah. So is, do we have like a? All right. So I got a plan. So let's put isotopes on six ten, and then we'll go on ninety. No, scratch that. Reverse it. Yeah, so put us on 610, and we'll put the isotopes on 95.9. How do you feel about that? Uh, well, that's going to be a problem. Okay, so it sounds to me like we might just have the day off. Yeah, right now it looks like a yes. Now, if it rain delays again, then your boys will be in. Right. Okay, so we, we can make that work. One eye open and one eye closed. If you don't want to wait till tomorrow, you can see us tonight at 8 o'clock at Hollow Spirits as we are hosting the United Watch Party, big mid- midweek game tonight. Already got my jersey on. We're going to be out there That's doing that. That's a snazzy jersey, and you got your yeah. name on the back. New Mexico Chew. Shout out to David Carl. Little and what's the 82 mean? That's the year of my birth. Thanks for rubbing it in, you jerk. Yeah, it's a very high number. So Yeah. Also, from the live chat, uh, I use this phrase all the time, strike it, reverse it. It's stolen from Willy Wonka. Sure, sure. And not always does it get referenced, and it was noticed here, so I like that little That's a little fun one for I'm me. I'm glad he picked up on it, because I was thinking uh, Missy Misdemeanor Elliot. And that's when you put your thing down, flip it, and reverse it. Sherman Yemen to Flang Dang Demo. There we go. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. Wait, you know what I forgot to tell you about John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker, who's the sponsor of this studio. Also, the YMCA Central New Mexico, where we start our days, because we're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9. It's 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back on the show, if I had to guess... And I'm only putting out a guess. Josh Sushan would take a green lightsaber. Let's find out right now. Josh, welcome to the program. Appreciate you guys having me on. What are my options if I'm not taking a green lightsaber? Well, I'm all of them. I mean, are you familiar with Roy G. Biv? With who? What? Red, orange, <laughs> yellow, green. So you can tell when a guy's never worked. <laughs> so this is a retail thing. It's at least when I worked at the Target, the clothing size is color coded. Red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet. So that's so the the more violet of a color of clothing hanger, that's the bigger size that you are. There you go. Okay, I didn't know any of that. <laughs> got a big a lightsaber color. And so we got three hours to fill today. The isotopes got killed. So which lightsaber color are you going with? Um This is a good question. Um and uh uh, what color am I going with? What was uh, what was Obi Wan Kenobi's? He was color. green. He was green. He was green. Yep. 
Okay, then I got green. Okay. I'm going green. That's a very good answer. I'm in on that. I think that's a super good one. See, green signifies wisdom. Yeah. Ooh. Jedi, Jedi Ooh. Masters okay. had the green lightsabers. Because if you had a green, you could impart wisdom to somebody else. There you go. I'm definitely taking green then. You're taking the day off? I'm not smart, but no, I can trick people into thinking that I'm smart. That's how smart I am. That's an excellent trick. That's a very good. Yeah, it's actually super good. Uh, what you're also taking, though, is the day off. Is The weather in Oklahoma City is frightful. But I'm sure your hotel is so delightful. What do you do with a rain day? You you get weird? You you go see like a matinee or what's up? Well, here's the thing about having a night free. That means you have a double header the next day. So you you don't want to get weird. And um the reason why we're not playing tonight is because we're under a tornado watch right now, which is different than a tornado warning. This is the um the one that's not as serious. It's more like be on the lookout, and then the tornado warning is the bad one. So if the if the weather forecast is correct, I do not want to be outdoors between 7 p.m. until sometime tomorrow morning. So, um, you know, I've been, I've been looking very closely at this hotel and making sure that it'll look sound and sturdy, and I'm on the eighth floor, and so I'm trying to figure out at what point I go down to the lobby if things – Start to get weird weather-wise. Well, you just like parlayed right into my next question. How sturdy is the hotel you in? Do you have like full confidence in this place? <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's, it's been around for a while. It's survived other tornadoes that have Sweet. come through here. You know, um, yeah. I mean, it's not like it just got built. When I when I was at the ballpark earlier, the, the clubby said, you know, that that we could always go back to the ballpark because it's the safest place because it's underground Ooh. where the Colossus are. Oh, okay. And I thought, okay, well, well, that's comforting. But at the same time, I'm not going to leave the hotel in the middle of the tornado to get to a place that's safe from a tornado. You, you follow me? Well, I, we, we both have seen the documentary Twister, and we know <laughs> that leaving one place without a Twister and possibly crossing the path of a Twister, and then you're not in Kansas anymore, which is Oklahoma. Yeah, so I think I'm just going to ride it out at this hotel, and you know, and I guess at some point, you know, they would tell us to go to the lobby if necessary. I mean, I don't think like the eighth floor. I don't know. I've never been in a tornado. I've been in earthquakes. I've been in some weird weather and multiple earthquakes, but I've never been in a tornado. I'm not an expert. So hoping you guys would advise me on this. If if you did, I got. An, I need to ask you for advice here. If you guys did have to play today. Would the swirling winds of a tornado favor pitching or hitting? Good question. Oh, uh, depends on which way. Well, if they're swirling, then it's none of the above, right? I think that would. Uh, if it's going right, that would help Daisuke Matsuzaka's gyro ball. I believe that's the only thing that'll help. <laughs> Put it this way: if if there, if, again, if the weather forecast is accurate, especially for about eight thirty or between about seven thirty and ten o'clock, um. It would be, it would be flat out dangerous to, for anyone to be outside if, if the weather forecast proves to be accurate. Okay. Um, I mean, it looks really bad. Like, you know, like when you go on like the Weather Channel app, and there's like a little bit of light green, and then you see some dark green, and maybe you see like some yellow, and then sometimes you see red. It's all red Ooh. for downtown Oklahoma City at about eight thirty. I mean, I feel like please text me one photo of this also from the live chat. Uh, there is a conversation going on outside the show that OKC is just afraid of the isotopes and that this whole thing is being produced as, as an opportunity to not play the isotopes tonight and catch an L. How do you feel about that? 
Well, that means they're going to catch two L's tomorrow. Yes. Boom. Love everything about that. Uh, the number I mean, they, they saw Winton Bernard's stat line from last uh, week. Slash, slash, slash. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Hey, the number one tip, boys, for tornadoes, it says right here, do not stay in a mobile home. So there you go. That's the number one tip. Okay. Okay. I would check. Okay. Check. That, that's done. <laughs> Sounds like you're set up for success, really, the way I'm seeing it. Yeah. Also, my, my, in all, in all, in all, so much seriousness, I, I, I'm kind of most worried about like, what happens if the internet goes out and the TV goes out? Like, what am I going to do? Like, like, what am I going to watch? Download a movie know? right now. Get put a movie in your iPad right now. You got to be proactive. Oh, okay. So this is a good. This is good. Good reason why I went on. Yeah. Well, I have all of Ozark downloaded onto my phone, Ooh, okay. and so then it's just been, i got to make sure that my phone battery is charged. See, I feel like that'll give you a headache. There's a lot of squinting watching stuff on your phone, and I'm just not a proponent. There it is. Also, like, bring- I've never been in a situation where I'm like, you know what I'd like to do right now? Listen to my phone speaker. I think that'll be nice. Like, never. Not one time. Got the buds in. Josh is a pro. Oh, you, <clears throat> hey, you got pods? What's up? Uh, I have pods, but they're not good. You know, I went for the cheap ones, and there, oh, there's a reason stupid. why they're cheap. Yeah, I, I am the guy who has the very expensive ones, and I'm going to tell you right now, better quality, they last longer, but the interface not as good. The old pods I could do like four different things with, these are just on and off. That's the only thing. Oh. I'd also I, rec- I think that if things get really bad, I'm just going to go to the lobby and hope they have a bunch of candles, and then we'll just like talk like humans do. You know, we'll just like hang out and just like talk to each other. Are you going to start carrying a flashlight now in your travel emergency bug out kit? Well, it's too late for me to have one now, but maybe I should have one for the future. Here's some other things. Because I really, like, eat, like, I mean, I guess I could go to the store and get one right now, but, you know, because it's not raining yet, but, you know. Well, do you have an umbrella? Do you have a, I do not have an umbrella with me. So no. I know they're only 15 bucks at the ballpark, and I saw a bunch of them using them on Sunday to block the sun. So you need to get an Isotopes branded umbrella. Mm. You need to get an Isotopes branded poncho. Mm. You need a whole bug out is what you need, Josh. I'm not saying you're underprepared, but as the professional that you are, I feel like you should be able to broadcast <laughs> the game in the rain. Uh, well, I am underprepared completely. Uh, I'm underprepared by, by, by choice because here's the thing. <laughs> we don't play games in the rain. This is not football, <laughs> right? Excellent. You know, point. like also, this is not college baseball. There, there, there's a cover that's above your head. When I was in Visalia in the California League, yes, I broadcasted the game in the rain. I'm not in the California League anymore. At AAA, we have standards. The standards include a roof and windows that shut. So I'm actually feeling okay with my lack of preparedness. I just want the entire friend of the show fan base to know that Josh Sushan, who's a professional broadcaster, broadcasts baseball with the windows shut. I want to make sure that that is out there, and there's complete transparency, and he's the type of broadcaster who shuts the window on the game. Depends. <laughs> if, the, if the rain is blowing in, then you have to, because you have to think about the equipment and your scoreboard. Oh, yeah, smart, right. yeah, super yeah. smart. Yeah. Okay. So, so, I mean, that's just practical. Most of the time, if it's raining that hard, you're not going to be playing a game anyways. Um, and then, but I prefer the windows open. Actually, the main time that I shut the windows is if it's just so windy. And didn't we talk about this last week? Where it's so windy that everything's just flying all over. And then, like mentally, like I'm focused so much on the wind that I can't focus on the broadcast. Uh, but I prefer to keep the windows open as much as I possibly can until it's just impractical. Double header tomorrow. That means that's a double dose of your pregame show. Ooh. Lucky listeners. Wait, I have to do a 30-minute pregame show instead of a 20-minute pregame show? Is that oh, what you I, just told me? I'm sorry. I, I assumed it was, it was two 20-minute guys. Is that, am, I, am I wrong that, here? Uh, correct. That's not how you <laughs> do it. Wrong? Just, oh, oh you no. I'm sorry. It's like seven-inning games. I just thought it was the same thing, right? So it is two seven-inning games. This is correct. You don't put one and, between games? Uh, it's not like sandwiched in there? 
What's that? You don't do like sandwich another pregame before the second game? I need to come up with some um, with some hashtag quality content between games. Oh, okay. Yeah, I actually have I already have an idea too. So um, this guy wrote a book about the Dodgers. His name is Pedro Mora, and I think the title was something like, um, oh, "What was the title?" It's really good from everything that I've read. And I, and I interviewed him, and I used part of the interview the last time we were in OKC, and I think I might just use the whole interview between between games. Uh, tomorrow. We can just send you like the Joe West interview we did last week, and you could you could just laugh at that out loud over and over again, like we did the whole time. Okay, all right. These are all options. We've got about twenty four hours to figure this out. Uh, Nineteen hours to figure all this out. Idea tomorrow, Cinco de Mayo. How about we honor um, Mexican American baseball players? Hold on. Did Josh just figure out a way to get a Cinco de Mayo off, and this is only now hitting me? <laughs> is this a thing that just happened to me? <laughs> also, You're welcome. All right. Here's listen to this, boys. You can get an emergency zone two two person family prep seventy two hour survival kit slash go bag for like hundred and fifty bucks on Amazon. <laughs> Josh, you should see all the stuff is in here. You can li- you can live and it has a five year shelf life, so I don't think you plan on retiring soon. So you could live with this thing on the road for seventy two hours in in case of a complete apocalypse. Do you want me to order I'll just send it to the ballpark for you. I'm fine. I'll be good. <laughs> Josh, you're the absolute best at this. Enjoy uh, today, but have a lot of fun prepping for tomorrow. Be safe. Send me a picture of weird colored skies. I will. I, I certainly will. Yeah, I can do that. Check mark. We'll do. Hey, and real quick for friend of the show and Ice Tubs fan, uh, pregame is what time tomorrow? So uh, let me let me do some math here. Uh, four. Wait. I texted all of this info to you guys so that I would also have it memorized. Uh, so that I would not have to memorize. Okay, four forty-five central means three forty-five. Mountain, which means 3.30 pregame. 3.30 pregame, 3.45 first pitch of game one of the doubleheader. Two games, seven innings both, unless oh. it goes extras. Love everything about that. Uh, when are we back from the break? Brian Cologne is going to join us. He's running for attorney general, and we're going to talk about sports. There's a lot of, obviously going on in the world of political talk today. We And we said, we said, hey, if it's big and it's in the news, we're going to find a way to incorporate it. And who better to go to than front of the show, Brian Clone? So we'll have him in after this. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Back on the program, back in the studio. Going to go sports adjacent for a little bit. Joining us on the program, strong possibility being future attorney general for this state of New Mexico, Brian Cologne. Brian, welcome to the show. Hey, it is great to be back in studio right here on the Sports Animal, baby. Oh, okay. You're going to use your radio voice, right? I'll use mine, too. Hey! (laughs) You taught me. What do you mean? (laughs) One of the best in the business. Brian, uh, welcome, number one. I don't believe you've been on the program proper. I know we've done a lot outside of the show, but there's a lot going on in the world of politics. There's a lot going on in the state, and I wanted to open up by uh, talking to me a little bit about wildfires right now, friend. Talk to me about what's going on here in the state and what the state is doing. Yeah, Fred, let me tell you, we, we are on fire, as everyone knows knows we're uh right now we're at the second largest fire in the history of the state of new mexico i mean we are uh looking at very quickly approaching 150,000 acres um, and for me in my office one of the things we've been working on today is getting out what we call a risk alert from the office of the state auditor because what we found in just this short period of time we've only been at this for a couple in our third week now of these fires but we've already identified and got phone calls from folks that are committing fraud up there. I mean, we got what? individuals who are wow. preying on the victims by setting up these fake fundraising accounts, GoFundMe's, uh, saying, look, if you give us money, we're going to help the community. Oh, shut up. And no, oh. fraudsters are at play. Anytime you have tragedy, fraudsters, I mean, they show up. And so we're issuing a risk alert. 
I'll tell you, we've been working very closely with Lieutenant Governor Morales, Dr. Howie Morales, and the governor's office. They've got a statewide effort uh, that the state employees are leaning in on to make sure that we're collecting uh, resources, uh, we're raising money, we're doing everything we can to support those beautiful families of Mora, San Miguel County. Sure. I mean, it is coming down. Let me just say, we've got so many treasures in northern New Mexico that we are going to take, it's going to take generations to get back what we've lost. Well, and Ben, you know, my second home is Las Vegas, New Mexico. You sure. Know, I spend multiple days a week up there, and, and I know that community has really rallied around just prevention and safety. And, and, and you're like, well, how do they do that, Fred? Well, they're housing firefighters is what they're doing. And, and they're, it's every hotel in town, and it's the world's college, and it's the university, and they're just making an effort to help those that are helping. Well, what, where can people go to actually help, to avoid the fraudsters? Where, where can yeah. the friends of the show and the loyal listeners go to donate or help, whether it's financial or their time? No, I appreciate that, Ben. And that's the voice of the radio right there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let me just say altogethernm.org. Altogethernm.org is the website that I'm really pushing folks to go to. Uh, I've welcomed people to text me so that I can guide them if they've got specific questions. 505-270-2154. That's 505-270-2154. Folks are welcome to reach out to me anytime. Uh, but again, altogethernm dot org is the best landing page and we've got all the sites where we're collecting goods uh, we're collecting goods at our office at the office of the state auditor and several other sites around uh, new mexico but uh, let me just say you you mentioned it quickly but i think maybe listeners wouldn't understand when you just say world college people don't understand that we have one of the most amazing institutions that is globally known but locally a secret the Arm and Hammer World College is there, and there are some very bone-chilling photographs of the fire behind the college. I'm sure you've seen them, Fred. Um, and th- those are the kinds of treasures I'm talking about. You've got ranches that are intergenerational uh, that that are lost. Well, it's and, just amazing. And you know, and that's the thing we do. Obviously, we're a sports talk program, sports adjacent content. But we were talking about that last week, where I was up in Las Vegas doing some broadcasting, some baseball stuff, and it was we evac or we cleaned out the wrestling room to evacuate the United World College. All I think it was 270 students and staff from the college itself to stay at University of New Mexico Highlands. Uh, stay there in the wrestling room and like it was makeshift cots and it was uh like if you were to do b-roll over that tv show mash you know what i'm right, talking about that's right. what it looked like where people were saying it was and as that community has come together to help not just serves themselves but those that surround it it's been um a world of inspiration and in what has just been like a really just terrible situation no that's exactly right but look i gotta tell you it was not long ago when i remember even as far away as boston when we had the boston uh marathon bombing mm-hmm. Uh, you know, in in 13 days, we put together a 5K that I started, and in 13 days, we raised $47,000 from the 47 state to send out to Boston. We were the, New Mexico was the largest single donor to the Boston First Responders oh, Fund. Oh, wow. We are the most giving, philanthropic, uh, supportive community in the nation. I mean, and when I say community, I mean as a state. I found it when it's external or when it's internal. We At the beginning of the pandemic, uh, Rosella Chisholm out of Chisholm uh, RV. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. There you go. Rosella yeah. Aaron Chisholm, uh, she and I put together, uh, I don't remember what we called it, Brian's Angels and Team Chisholm or something, and we put together a care package in the very first 30 days of the pandemic. We delivered over 10,000 care packages, and, and we didn't pay out of our pocket. People were people were donating. We hand-delivered them. We yeah, remember. We, yeah. we were helping you know, out. So, so that's that's my point. It's like it doesn't matter. It's a pandemic, a fire. People in New Mexico, the Tierra del Encanto, uh, we, we step up. And this is just another case where we're going to do the same. Well, let's expound on that a little bit. Can you talk about the spirit of New Mexico and the resilience of New Mexicans and, and what you've seen already since the fire started up until right now? 
Yeah, I will just say that, that people don't hesitate. Uh, they step up and say, yes, and. In other words, yes, I want to help, and what else can I do to, to, to support this community? That you know, these, are, these are living treasures of communities. I mean, Mora, New Mexico, you've got beautiful ranching families that have been there for 14 generations. You've got uh, Las Vegas, New Mexico, the original capital of the, of the territory of New Mexico, Las Vegas. I mean, these, these communities, particularly uh, San Miguel County, Mora County, you've got just some salt-of-the-earth New Mexicans. And I think when we look north, uh, we see in many ways the soul of our state and so much history and beautiful people. And we respond and we support. So I, I think the spirit of New Mexico is one of saying, yes, we will. Yes, we can. And then we act. And, and I've just never seen us not respond to the call. State Auditor Brian Colon, who is uh, how many days? Like a month. Hey, we've got got 33 days till Election Day, June 7th. That's crazy. It's outrageous. It feels like it's been over a year the conversation has been going on. Not quite, but it's been about 10 months. Hey, well, pandemic time, I mean, that's a lot of time. It could be uh, 10 months is a year, a year is two years. I have no idea now. But yeah, uh, 33 days away from the Attorney General, and and, and obviously you're not running unopposed. There's there's a lot going on still. Uh, How's that forecasting right now? How's that looking for the party? You know, we're in a position of strength. This is a head-to-head race. I think there's two very different candidates. You've got one candidate who's very narrowly focused on his uh, resume and his expertise. And, and I think folks know me. After 20 years of practicing law, traveling in all 33 counties of New Mexico, doing everything from civil litigation to community advocacy, that's what they want in an attorney general. And so we feel like we're running from a position of strength. We've received the vast number of endorsements, whether it be the majority of the Democrats in the House or the Senate or the majority of the labor unions. We, we've we've kind of run the table. We just got the endorsement of the Santa Fe Reporter uh, this afternoon. I mean, oh, folks are go. lining up and saying, Brian, you've, you've, you've uh, really got the perspective and lens to protect our community, lift us up. Um, and and really hold violent criminals accountable, uh, we know that you can set the vision for that office to take us where we need to be. Agree completely. You you know us. We're out in the streets all the time. You see us at all these events, and we see you at all these events as well. Every one of them. Anything Albuquerque, anything New Mexico, you are there taking part, and not just for your party, but across party lines. Is that something you're really looking forward to? I think there are only two. Thank you, Van, and and thanks for the compliment, Fred. Look, I... The lens I look through is a lens of an everyday New Mexican. I grew up in poverty. I was the first in my family to go to college. My father dreamt that I would be able to break the cycle of poverty. I buried him when he was 49 years old. I was a teenager. It's like from that moment on, I realized that that the community, I was going to be really dependent upon the community to get me from where I was to where I needed to be. And the community stepped up and filled the gap. And, And so for me, I said that after we lived his dream, I lived my dream with my wife and my son. I graduated from New Mexico State, went on to UNM School of Law, and now I get to live my dream of repaying the debt that I owe the community. And so for me, I'm passionate. I think there are two offices in New Mexico that are not political, but they're just about serving the community and doing the right thing. It's the Office of the State Auditor, Office of the Attorney General. And after the break, maybe we can talk a little bit about why I think that. Aggie and Lobo, Brian Clone, joining us on the program where we get back. We're going to talk a little bit about sports. We're going to talk about how the state supports athletics within the state, specifically as it relates to university, and then obviously a little bit of Supreme Court talk before the top of the hour. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. During the break, I was asking, um, only semi-jokingly, <laughs> if we could outlaw allergies. And, and Brian says, well, you know, Fred, we actually can't. We, uh, we you know, sorry about the juniper. And Van was like, hey, Fred, we got to go sports. we got to go sports adjacent. And, Brian, you started to mention how uh, sports to you is just kind of like a conduit to a community. 
No, I think that's exactly right. And and that's why I've always been so supportive of everything that we do to embrace community uh, using sports as that platform, whether it's New Mexico United, the Isotopes, UNM Athletics, uh, our local sports, our little leagues. Look, this is where community comes together. You know, I'm a big Pope Joy fan too, mm-hmm. but other than Pope Joy and some of our performing arts like Keshit and things like that, I mean, sports is the largest platform that brings community together. And speaking of bringing community together, Let's let's talk to um, little league coach, little league volunteer, little league parent. Is there anything tied in with your potential new gig where you could talk to them right now? No, look, I, for me, it's always about inspiring and lifting up our youth. You know, we had a, a honorary state auditor program where we'd bring young people into the auditor's office, tell them a little bit about what we did to lift up the state and how we protect New Mexico's taxpayers, and then we engage them in that in that political realm and that public policy realm and talk to them about community service. And I think that's the beauty of our little leagues. And there's always a service component. You know, you talk you talk about Ray, uh, you know, uh, from from UNM and our retired baseball legend. Uh, You know, he's all about community. Like the guy just exudes what it means to lift up young people and and build them into being the great community leaders we know they can be. And if it's yourself, Brian, or maybe someone on your staff, I know we've been working alongside uh, a young cat who works for you, Michael. Is is there a is there like a pattern of individual that gets into politics that maybe had success playing sports as a youth and maybe like grew a lot of behaviors and talents from that time hey what a great question because the young man who's sitting right here to my left uh and let me just see if we can slide the camera i'll just say uh, michael hey michael pull the pull the uh, you got to hear this story i can't believe you just set this up for me so i i i'd I'd kid it with the guys here in studio that you know some people collect baseball cards and i i try and lean into as many young people a friend of mine said man some people collect baseball cards you collect mentees and i try and really take the twenty five thousand contacts i have in this phone and leverage them for the benefit of young people and your question is spot on because this young man was introduced me by one of his family friends and said brian i know you mentor young people This young man I know has a ton of potential. He loves basketball. He's really good at it, but he's never going to be in the NBA. we got to help him get focused on his future. He was in high school. He was a junior in high school. Michael. Michael Johnson right here. He's MJ, but a different MJ. Michael, welcome (laughs) to the program. Michael, so whenever you were playing athletics in in high school or previously, what have you taken from that world of athletics and team to now the world of politics? Absolutely. I think the the biggest thing that's transferred over is just the work ethic. You know, yeah. playing playing high school basketball uh, as a Sandia Matador, we we go up early in the morning, early practices, um, and you know a lot of that transfers over to the to the work I do now, waking up early to travel around with uh, with Brian uh, to different parts of New Mexico. It, it it all transfers over and just you know caring about something, being passionate about something, and working hard for it. So as you're connecting with with other up and comers and other. Uh, individuals who are aspiring to be in the world of politics are you finding connection through athletics with them as well absolutely i can't tell you how many people i've met on the campaign trail that i either uh, played athletics with as a as a young man or um that, that played athletics at a different school that i played against so there's there it's a vast population and and we all enjoy uh mingling on the campaign trail I like that so brian as as you talk about the the state and obviously attorney general is a little bit i mean it's it's the top office i mean that's the law that's the one that's the top one but as it talks about what the state does for athletics be it universities or communities or we just had this big stadium vote last what is the state plan to do to 
work towards bettering the world of athletics and sport here in New Mexico. You know, I think everybody's really uh, beginning to embrace the concept that, that sports is community. Yeah. And and that an investment in sports and investment in arenas and these types of opportunities to build community are the way that we take us from where we are to where we need to be, which means tighter knit. It means better health. It means all these things. You know, sports is health. Like at the end of the day, we don't talk about that enough that when we engage our young people in sports, look, I was heavy set. I was obese for most of my life. I've lost about 100 pounds. Oh, okay. yeah, there we go. Hey, all right, I mean, all right. Look, so I know what that is. Uh, but when you look at the young people like Michael who engage in sports on a regular basis, they're fit young leaders. And, and I think that we don't talk about the health aspect of sports enough. And so I think that, that we're understanding that there's a ripple effect. When we support athletics, we're supporting community. When we support athletics, we're supporting good health care and good well-being for our young people. We are giving them a clear head. We are giving them positive mental attitudes. And they're, we're giving them that team work ethic that Michael talked about. So as attorney general and as I have a state auditor, you know, it's, it's, an, honor, it's an honorary position. You know, they don't call you the honorary, uh, the honorable Brian Colon for nothing. So when you hold these opportunities, to serve the public, one of the things that comes with that is you get invited to be uh, uh, someone who can inspire young people in different engagements. I think of our current attorney general, and he's a big leader when it comes to Special Olympics, you know, the torch run, all these things. And all of a sudden, the attorney general shows up with all those law enforcement folks, and he's leading that Special Mm -hmm. Olympics and the torch. Like, it inspires young people. I can't think of a better calling. And again, that attorney general's office, the state auditor's office, they're the independent watchdogs. And it's not political. You know, I've held, I've held Democrats accountable, you know, Democratic elected officials. They're no longer elected officials. They're convicted felons because of my work. Uh, you know, bad acting Republicans, they, they, we, we made them do the right thing, give the money back to the taxpayers when it was misspent. This is not a partisan position at the end of the day. It's just about doing the right thing and inspiring the community. Earlier, you referred to yourself as a, quote, everyday New Mexican. And I love that. And we have a lot of everyday New Mexicans. I, I've been here 14 years. I think I'm an everyday New Mexican. June 7th 33 days away. What would you say right now to everyday New Mexican from an everyday New Mexican? No, I appreciate the question, Van. I, I would say, look, it is time to make sure that your voice is being heard. You've got choices out there to make, whether you're Republican or Democrat. And even if you are declined to state, this will be the first election where you can register on same-day voter registration as a declined to state Boom. and pick which side you want to play in. That's crazy. It is, it's unbelievable. And, like and crazy good. Crazy yeah. good because anything we can do to increase voter engagement, increase participation in democracy that I fight to protect every day, that's a, good, that's a really good thing. And I, I just think that... We're having a hard time getting the word out about it, but folks, step up. 33 days till June 7th. Brian, you got to go, or do you want to do one more? No, let's do one more. One more. All right. Whenever we get back, we got 15 bonus minutes with Brian Colon. We're going to talk a lot about sports. We're going to talk about what's going on in the world. Two men on, 95.9 FM and program, Michael Johnson and his friend Brian Colon. Michael, go get TJ Trout. Go get him from the other studio. Let's just, we're going to reformat this whole thing. <laughs> no, go get Buck. Somebody go find Buck. I, I think that guy will tear it up in here. He took the day off, I think. Did he? Yeah. Uh, tell him I said hi. He, uh, he is Buck. I don't know what everyone knows. Not Robert Buck D. Gibson, who does our show. Correct. Buck, who does KKOB. He's the party. He is the party. He's I mean, the- that guy didn't know how to not party. No. Buck brings the heat. Every time. Every time. I we, love that guy. We brought the heat yesterday as uh, Brian Colon is sitting down with the strong possibility he's going to be the next attorney general of this beautiful state. 
We brought the heat a little bit on the Supreme Court yesterday because uh, Politico got, you're aware of this, I'm just painting the picture for the audience. Politico got a hold of a release written allegedly by the Supreme Court, which was then later confirmed, sure. that there was intention to overturn Roe v. Wade. Um, that, to me, is, is not the talking point. The talking point to me is you can't just go back and change the rules. You've already set the rules. There's kind of an established understanding of law. What is the state going to do? What is the state's plan? Yeah, I don't know what the plan is, but I know what my plan is as attorney general, and that's going to be to push back on any kind of federal intervention into what we've longly embraced in New Mexico, which is making sure that women have rights over their reproductive choices. Right. And, and uh, New Mexico's got a long history of that, and it's something that I've stood up for tall. Uh, there are only two Democrats in this race. Only one of them got the Planned Parenthood Votes New Mexico uh, endorsement, and it's highly coveted because you got to have a tough stand and be willing to, 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 to be unequivocal in your support for a woman's right to choose particularly over her reproductive rights. And, and I'm very, plow, uh, very honored that, that uh, Planned Parenthood uh, Votes New Mexico uh, endorsed our campaign for AG. And so for me, uh, I'm on the record. And, uh, yeah, I got a, a few folks out there that aren't going to like that. But, but the truth of the matter is I've got a beautiful bride. I've got a wonderful sister um, and many young women who I've mentored over the years who have, who have held in confidence with me their stories. Um, and, and I don't take them lightly. And I, at the end of the day, know that, that those decisions really remain in the hearts and in the choices of women. Uh, and, and those decisions should be made by them, solely by them, and the people that they choose to counsel them on those decisions, whether they be their medical care providers, which we have to have access to, or their spiritual advisors, or people like me who are mentors, or, or their friends who are their mentors. And, and that's where the decision lies. The state needs to be out of that. And, and let me just tell you this. At the end of the day, th this is not a boogeyman story. If you do not allow women access to health care, this is fundamental health care, then we're going to put people's lives in danger. And I'm just not willing to stand for that. Oh. I'm here to say that abortions are available in New Mexico. As attorney general, I'll make sure that that's the case today, tomorrow, and as long as I'm attorney general, I will work with the legislature to protect those rights. Brian, I am a son to a mother, brother to a sister, father to a daughter, and they all support Planned Parenthood. Beyond abortion, maybe for the in, uninformed listener, can you talk about everything that Planned Parenthood actually does for the community? Man, they're amazing. They are a great uh, vehicle for education. I mean, whether it's education about LGBTQIA plus rights and, and what that story looks like for so many young women and men who have an overrepresentation of, of overdose, they have an overrepresentation of suicide, they have an overrepresentation of mental trauma. And let me just tell you, Planned Parenthood has stood to educate communities, particularly education communities, about what those folks are going through and what we need to do to be supportive in those communities. They also uh, are education vehicles for, uh, you know, uh, sexual health. You know, what, is it, what does it mean to be sexually healthy? Uh, Planned Parenthood uses that uh, opportunity to educate young people and people in our community all the time about good health care. Speaking of young people and education, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a sports broadcaster for New Mexico Highlands University, right? I, I, I work with young co collegiate athletes all the time. Uh, about half of them are women. I mean, that's, that's the way it is. And, and as these athletes are growing into themselves and their bodies and they're discovering life, and often first time, any time away from home where they don't have immediate access sure. to mom or dad or grandma or that support system they have, to have institutes within not just the state of New Mexico but at universities and communities that are able to educate, help, and provide resources to children uh, that are athletes, 
not just exclusively, but that are in these situations, uh, it's the most valuable resource, I think, that goes without a spotlight often. It is just health and comfort away from those that have regularly supported you. And and let's not miss the opportunity uh, to, to talk about all the other healthcare services they provide. Oh, of course. Whether it's checkups, it's mammograms, it's teaching individuals how to do their self-breast exams. Look, this is real and this is healthcare. And it's a spectrum of healthcare that this vehicle provides that other folks are taking a pass on. And we need to make sure that it's accessible and that we make sure that we push back on any kind of action that the Supreme Court takes that may infringe upon those services that we have here in New Mexico. Van, I don't know how much you know about this, but the state funds universities here in the state. Sure. Wow. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so a lot of those state funds uh, are used for athletic scholarship here throughout the state. Mm-hmm. So be that uh, Eastern or New Mexico or any junior college or Highlands or, or, or state, any of them. What is the projection for the state as it relates to continuing to help collegiate athletics grow here in New Mexico? You know, I don't know exactly what the projections are, but what I can tell you is that the more and more policy leaders I talk to, um, they really understand the the entire continuum, whether it be early childhood development that New Mexico is finally stepping up and taking uh, a greater role in. And, and I want to say thanks to all the incredible champions that have talked about that for years and years, like Senator Michael Padilla, um, all the way through college education and into the career workforce. Um, I think they understand that that is a continuum that we need to support across the board and that athletic engagement is a part of helping individuals uh, succeed when it comes to retention and graduation. Whether it be in high school or in college, uh, we know that those athletes that are engaged in these programs are more likely to get through the program and graduate. Uh, So I I don't think that we, we talk a lot about student athletes. And those two things go hand in hand, and success is associated with both those things. In case the friend of the show just got in their car, just popped in their their earbuds or just got on their phone and just started tuning into us, can you recap again what's going on in northern New Mexico? And let's talk about altogethernm.org and how friend of the show can help. You know, thank you so much. And these two guys do so much for community. So thank you for amplifying the message of what New Mexico is doing to stand up with our with our friends in northern New Mexico, particularly Mora County, particularly San Miguel County, and, and then supporting the communities that are really taking in these individuals that are being a- evacuated. Look, we've got a fire that's the second largest in the history of the state of New Mexico. Um, you know, I want to say thank you to the first responders, our firefighters, our paramedics, uh, the folks that are flying the planes and they're they're finally you know the the winds have calmed a little bit on a couple of the last few days where they've been able to drop some slurry in there uh, they're 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 starting fires to establish fire lines um, appropriately they're doing great work but look I want to make sure that as state auditor, as your candidate for attorney general, I'm always fighting waste, fraud, and abuse. And I can tell you we've already received calls at the auditor's office that says, look, we've got fraudsters out there that are trying to raise money on the backs of this tragedy, and it's not going to end up in the community where it belongs. So we are directing folks. We are leading the effort with the state of New Mexico, the governor, lieutenant governor, um, and all our state stakeholders to say, look, go to altogethernm.org, and if you're going to make contributions, make sure you know the source. If you're going to help an individual that says we're going to get the resources up there, make sure you have a relationship. Don't just be donating online or on Facebook or on a GoFundMe page if you don't have a relationship with that individual. And a little bit, and and it's sideways to this, but it's adjacent. Can you talk about the importance of not spreading misinformation via social media or other outlet that allows this fraud and abuse to to create itself? Because I feel like that is the 
that's the ammunition for the gun that is fraud and abuse. You're absolutely right. I mean, look, we're all very busy, right? I always say my schedule is robust, um, and I never say I'm busy, but I think everybody likes to say, we're really busy. And, and I understand that. But look, when you're hitting up on your social media platforms, whether it be Twitter or Facebook or whatever, and I see, I know you're going to see this very compassionate post, donate here, help now. We're so quick to share everything. Before you share something on social media, you doggone better know who posted it first. Yeah, vet that boy. Vet that God boy. Did. Vet that girl and make sure that it's going to the place where it needs to go. And that's to help the people of northern New Mexico. So I got to just say, I appreciate everybody who stepped up. You know, earlier in the show, Van, we talked about, you know, New Mexicans always stepping up, whether it was the front end of the pandemic. We took those resources out to our indigenous populations, the Navajo Nation, the chapter houses, Church Rock Chapter House. We delivered pallets upon pallets of fresh water uh, to those communities that didn't have access during the pandemic. You helped us distribute these care packages. Rosella Chisholm and I uh, had so many friends like you who actually said, yeah, we're going to help deliver 10,000 care packages all the way down to Las Cruces in southern New Mexico and all the way up to northern New Mexico. You did that. We're stepping up again during this fire, and we're going to do it and make, it, make each other proud. 24, 24, 25 years in the public sector now you've been at it? Oh, I've my been, gosh. I've been at it a long time. This is my 21st year of practice. I've got over two Crazy. decades under my belt, civil litigation, community engagement, nonprofit, lifting them up every time, and I'm just proud to be serving. Well, now you got three segments of two men on under your belt as well, which is very nice. Brian Clough. Hey, put that at the top of the That's resume. That's right. Yes, I would do sir. Right there. <laughs> yes, sir. Big thank you to Michael Johnson for sharing his story. Thank you so very much, Michael. Uh, we're going to cut it loose. This was excellent. We talked a little bit about things that were important, and we'll just take a fun selfie before we go. That doesn't translate to radio, but I love everything about it. Two men on live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9, and we start our days at the YMCA of Central New Mexico. It's 95.9 FM and AM 610. State Auditor and soon-to-be Attorney General. Kind of at least by the way the polls look. Brian Colon. It's one of the boys. What a dude. Yeah. You know, we did a thing for Mo My SS a couple weeks ago, and um, it was a lot of fun. You know, it was like a lot of fun. And and once, if you're able to, friend of the show or listener, if you're able to find an opportunity to connect with the individuals in your local and state government that are trying to do positive things for your community, number one, they will hear you. They will listen. I'm at the Isotopes game the other day, and I'm not name dropping. This is not a name drop situation. So I'm at the Isotopes game, and Tim, Tim Keller, mayor, mayor of the city, He's, you know, he's going to, hey, come up and, and talk shop, and we're going to do that thing. Um, I couldn't quite read your note. What's that, Van? We've got Brandon, Just say friend it, of the show, friend of real life, KOB-TV's very own, back-to-back-to-back, New yeah. Mexico Sportscaster of the Year. We'll be coming on next segment to talk about the Pay It Forward campaign at KOB. Yeah, so as we were doing the broadcast with Brian here just moments ago, because we were talking about his um, altogethernm.org, Matt Brager, who is the president of New Mexico Opinion, reaches out and is like, hey, I know Pay It Forward is doing a thing. Why don't you reach out to Brandon? That's a very good idea because he is the perfect tie of sports and helping. Also, inside baseball for the friend of this show, no baseball today. So there's rain outs, tornado outs, weather outs in Oklahoma City, doubleheader baseball tomorrow. Your boys will be preempted unless that unless it's like – so the, I know there was Twister. Was there Twister 2, the Revenge of Twister? Uh, hopefully it doesn't turn into the sequel, which I assumed was Sharknado. Oh, Oaknado. <laughs> Oaknado for Oklahoma. I guess it'd be Elknado. Also, a deer there. I don't think there's any sharks in Oklahoma. Double inside baseball. Uh, Van was trying to show me a note, and you have a child's handwriting. And whenever you lifted that paper, I would say you were less than steady in the palm, and it was like trying to read. <laughs> 
Well, it was I trying was to trying re- to like angle. It, it was a funny angle, <laughs> and I was like, eh, eh, I still my, can't read. My shoulder hurts from trying to twist my arm it, that direction. It looks as if you attempted print, but there is a combination of cursive in there, and then it was like it was on, like the you ever see those like on the dashboard of a car, like the hula hoop dancers that go back and forth, like with the sway of the car. That's what you were doing with the paper, and I was like, how am I supposed to decipher this? Is this the Da Vinci Code? Yeah, I mean. I have the handwriting of a schizophrenic child doctor played by Michael J. Fox, so it's pretty bad. Okay, that's a really good Doogie Howser Fox reference. Yes, it's wildly specific. Never said that before. That was freestyle, Mikey. Did you like that one? Once a week, you come up with a new joke, and I think you had two this week. So you need to take the rest of the week off. You don't want to beat your. Don't want to beat your. What am I trying to say here? Quota to your horn. Except for when Brian Colon is on. If we don't make the listener giggle every segment, we're not doing our job. We're not doing our job. Brian Colon killed it. He's such a nice guy. You know what we should have asked Brian Colon? Hmm. What is your least favorite city and why is it Oklahoma City? We should have asked that. (laughs) I don't know why we didn't ask that. He's not going to be the Attorney General of Oklahoma City. Let him have it. All right. So we currently have the ESPN on in the studio and on the ESPN broadcast – there's a hockey matchup. Okay, cool. I went to the Ice Wolves game the other day. Had a lot of fun. I get the I get the appeal of hockey. I can't tell you anything about hockey. But why is ESPN not showing the 13th game in the row of the New York Yankees where they have a chance? Or this would be 12, 13. Yeah, they're going for 13 mm-hmm. today against Toronto. 13 in a row? Are you kidding me for the Streaking New York Yankees? Pinstripes. And what? It's one for each pinstripe on the jersey, I think. You're thinking of stars in the... Stripes on the flag is what you're thinking of. That is not the pinstripes on the jersey. That is the original colonies of this United States of America, including New York, which is better than Old York, I learned yesterday, New Jersey, which is better than original Jersey, and North Dakota, which is better than South Dakota, but you didn't. we ran out of time before you got to that. Well, point. I didn't do directions because I just call it the Dakotas or Big Sky Country. Mm-hmm. But if you have to make a new one, I just feel sorry for the old one. The new one's got to be better. You're talking states or anything? What new? Uh, we're not talking movies. New Coke was way worse than original Coke. Crystal Pepsi, get out of here with that garbage. Okay, I would never, ever get in there with that garbage. Yankees are about to go 13 against Toronto. Are you kidding me? How do you win 12 in a row, dog? That's very hard to do in baseball. You, John Madden might tell you the key to winning games is by scoring more points. And I think that's what they've done for 12 straight games. Let me fact check that real quick. Hold on. (laughs) I'm not doing it. (laughs) My John Madden's a little rusty. I'm not going full Madden on you right now. And also, no one's even mad about it. That was like the highlight all yesterday on sports is Yankees beat the Jays at the Jays, and Jays fan is catching Yankees home run and giving it to to like Yankees fan. That's how nice Canada is. That's how nice Toronto is. Like, yeah, they're really whooping us here, but uh, at least we made a kid happy. To be fair. Um, to be fair. Oh. I absolutely agree with that. Like, sure. that's that's the way it should be. That's the move. It always has been. Did you know if Adam Wainwright wins today with him and Yadier Molina behind the plate in the battery, that together will be their um, – let me make sure I got this right. All-time record for wins as a battery, Adam Wainwright and Yadier Molina with 202. In that modern era? Isn't that crazy? No, all time. All, all time? time? All time. 
That's Are you sure it's not Cy Young and old Four Fingers McGinty? He, I don't I'm believe pretty it. sure they won like 800 games together. So the problem was whenever Four Fingers McGinty came, only Lefty McGinty after the oh, incident. Yeah, was, that was a that's a really hard dairy to work at. To me, a lot of accidents, Vital. Lot of accidents. Obviously, we go St. Louis Cardinals and St. Louis Cardinals adjacent a lot because of my fandom. But outside of Bush Stadium, this is like most ballparks around the country. There's statues. If we're going to talk about Cardinals records, yeah, let's talk about Astros records. Well, we will. Your favorite manager, Dusty Baker, the worst of all time, got his 2,000th win. And, oh, okay, that's really good. Yeah, and it took him 200 seasons, so that's really impressive. Also, he's a Highlander, apparently, yes. by your math. <laughs> outside of stadiums, they have uh, statues. You know what I mean? They have like, yeah, yeah, cool. If there is not a statue outside a Bush Stadium that has both of these individuals in it. I will lose it. Because to me, as far as like the important batteries throughout history, this is the all-time winningest here. You know what you could do? I just thought of this. You put them 60 foot, 6 inches apart. Of course you do. I didn't even think about of that. Of course you do. That is so smart. So you set them up so they can be immortalized there forever. Because this is not like a, hey, Fred, you're just talking about the Cardinals again. We're talking about the all-time winningest battery in the history of Major League Professional Baseball. Who, you said? And you named some names. I mean, one was Four Fingers McGinty, which is a fictional baseball character that you often reference. Sure. But historically speaking. A very good ball player. There's no more. This is it. And if once they erect, okay, not if, once they erect the Yachty statue, yeah. it better have hyper-realistic neck tattoos. In, in, what, in, what am I trying to say? Embossed? Yes. Yeah, embossed. Yeah. The, when, and you know whenever you go to the zoo and you rub like the, the brass whatever thing and it gets like a shiny part of brass, like it's like a dog statue or a gorilla or whatever, and kids always rub the one part, that's what people rub on Yachty. Is the, the neck em, tattoos. The embossed neck mm -hmm. tattoos. A topographical map on his neck. Isn't that a crazy total, though? 202 wins between two guys. And I'm not talking like – obviously, they're they're with a lot more, but still. I think it's impressive because Wainwright has gone through some ebbs and flows in his career. So he only has 186 wins in his career. So that means the Cardinals had come back and won games – that not necessarily was Adam Wainwright set up for the W the, the whole time. Start. Yeah, or loss yeah. or whatever. Mm -hmm. But just super incredible. Also, like, because to have that, you have to go to, like, that conversation about starts, too, you know. Because you get, like, and I have it here. I pulled it up. Mickey Lolich and Billy Feehan. And you're like, who's that? They played for the Tigers. Freehan in the Tigers' yep. late 60s. 63 through 75. You're absolutely right, Michael. They had 324 games started together, not 202 wins. Warren Spahn, Del Crandall, 316. At only 310. So of the 310 times that these boys have started games together, tonight against Kansas City, today, I think they're playing today. I can check out the score right now. Today, they got a chance to, to be there, to be them boys. It's crazy to me. It's bonkers. I mean, it's, not, not it's just. A, it's official and done. 10-0. Homeboys win. So they got it today. It's all done. Well, what inning is it? No, oh, it's over. Oh, it's over. It's, it's a over. final. Yeah, it's, a it's a final. Yeah. Because you never know. 
the Cardinals got that young kid, Helsley, is that his name? Yeah. Helsley throws gas. He's really good. But besides him, bullpen's a little shaky. Ten-run lead. Well, now that the ninth inning's over, you can be pretty confident in it. Well, hold on. Because of the doubleheader, they, they might be going tonight. I don't have that in front of me, and I should have had that better, so I apologize to everyone who's a friend of the show. I mean, even 201, though. Yeah. That's still impressive. It's so crazy, right? And there's some names on here. Some names that people know. Don Drysdale, John Roseboro. There are guys. Fernando Valenzuela, Mike Sosha, who, by the way, is better manager than player. Don't want to have that conversation right now, but not even close. Heck of a defensive catcher. A lot he was of in the framing. He was a framing revolution. I was looking, I was trying to go to the 90s, obviously. So Tom Glavin and Javi Lopez had 248 starts together. Not even in the mix. Uh, baseball, to me, is the one where historically stats, it's the only sport where it matters. Doesn't matter in football. They keep changing the number of games. Doesn't mean anything to me. What that cat do last year? Um, Chase, Jamar, uh, the wide receiver for Cincinnati. Yeah, rookie touchdown record. Yeah, and then you get extra games and stuff. I'm not yeah. even impressed by that. It's called cheating. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Did he do it in – As an Astros fan, kind of open to it, but kind of an apologist. It's every year, every year. We're setting records in football. No, for some reason, games are longer. No, they're not, Brad. They're still – no, they're not. The play gets stopped every – Every chance they get to get an offensive snap off, they make sure they get that off. Yeah, baseball is trying to collapse their games, make them more efficient and shorter. NFL is trying to make each game last six hours so they could sell more commercials. Also, that's my like end-of-the-night routine, boys, is I turn on the MLB app, thank you to Sandra K. Nunley, and what I do is I watch <laughs> Major League Baseball for the end of the night, and I'll watch, obviously my boys, I'll watch the Cardinals, but I'll, I'll, whatever, if there's a live game, I'd rather watch a live game than a recorded game. I don't know why that's my psyche. You watch a lot of West Coast games. I do. Yeah. And broadcasters right now, at the Major League level, they don't even understand the pitch clock. They don't even, they don't have a fathom of an idea of how it works. I need Josh Sushan to go and call them all and be like, here's why it's better. He needs to call the, every single Major League broadcast team and say, it is better and here's why. You, you know, that's going to happen. Yeah. All of these these guinea pigs in AAA who are uh, seeing so much success with the pitch clock and the in-between inning clock, they're going to have to sit down with major league broadcasters and say, this is what you're going to expect. Yeah. This is what you're going to expect. Spawn, yeah. Spawn and Grandel were the previous holders of the record of a battery. So there you go. Milwaukee Braves. Isn't that crazy? And, and this is a going to be a hollowed record in baseball because teammates don't play that no. long no. and they don't play that long together anymore free agency and people switching teams every two or three years something something quality start something something pitch count something something load management something something bullpen something something pitch clock there's gonna be a million something, reasons something pay me yeah that's the one yeah i want everyone to get paid we're talking about paying it forward when we get back with Brandon Ortega, star of TV and radio over there at KOB. You're familiar with his work. We all are. Friend of the show is. Also, about to have his last hurrah. I don't know how publicly we're talking about that, but off the market is Brandon Ortega this month. Sorry, ladies. And and fellas, too. I don't know why you why'd you was there a reason to genderify that? Like you couldn't just say sorry, friends of the show? Well, I mean, okay. Not that there's anything wrong, Not with, that there's it. wrong with it. 
But he's marrying a lady. He's, yes. So, I mean, that's why I said that. I mean, a beautiful lady. Sure. He's got a beautiful family. Congratulations to the Ortegas. Not off the market, if you're a big Brandon Ortega guy. Van Nunley. Okay. You can't just... You're not diet Brandon Ortega. You can't just... You're not the great value of Brandon Ortega. You can't just put yourself... We're wildly different. If there was to be, like, an... I don't know who would publish it, the journal or whoever. Is there, like, a gossip magazine in town that I don't know about? But if they were to do, like, the most eligible bachelors of Albuquerque... Albuquerque, the magazine. Okay. So if that publication were to do most eligible bachelors of Albuquerque, they would still pick a married Brandon Ortega over you. Well, I mean, they do, like, the 40 over 40, right? You think you're going to make that? And I keep applying every year, and they're like, oh, Van, I'm sorry, you got 41st again. We only do the top 40. You were also in your try 30s. again. Try again next month. You turned 40 like two minutes ago. Well, I do all of them. My ABQ's hot singles, and they're like, oh, you just missed the cut again, Van. I'm so sorry. When... Van applied to be on Hot or Not years ago, Vital, and they said, yeah, you get the not part. It's done. We got you. Yeah. No need to be on. You're just the not. Speaking of on. I've literally never done that, by the way, listener. That was a shtick. I, sh- I submit Van to- I'm gonna now. <laughs> by the way. Two men on live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by the Mexico Opinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9, and we start our days at the YMCA of Central New Mexico. Brandon Ortega, whenever we get back, 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back to the program. Bring on the uh, bring on the show today. Star of TV, you know it, forget it. No longer New Mexico's most eligible bachelor, Brandon Ortega. Brandon, welcome to the show. What's up, brothers? How we doing? We're doing all right, man. We, uh, we're talking a little bit about what's going on in the northern part of the state alongside some sports-adjacent content today. We want to talk to you about the pay-it-forward to families affected by New Mexico wildfires as KOB has partnered with the American Red Cross. And you can contact them at 505-222-3232 or statewide at 866-766-2404. And you can make a donation over the phone. And just want to see how KOB is uh, responding to helping the communities to the north. Well, I got to say, it's been an honor working here for now four years. I just passed my four-year mark at KOB. And yeah. over the years I've been here and, and before I got here, uh, they've done an, a lot of amazing donations fundraisers, collaborations, today, like today with Pay It Forward, uh, the donation hotline that you just uh, beautifully pubbed. Um, yeah, a lot of uh, donations coming in right now, partnering up with the volunteers from the American Red Cross today. They are taking calls on the, the numbers that Fred just named uh, from 5 to 7 p.m. today. And then even after 7 p.m., you can go to KLB.com, and there is a link to uh, where donations are coming in for all the families uh, for families that have been affected by the wildfires in, in northern New Mexico. Brandon, you primarily do sports, but, I mean, you're hearing some pretty crazy stories about what's going on, on up north. Like, any any moments or any stories of, like, resilience or compassion you're hearing from up there? Oh, man, it's hard to pick one. It really is because there's so many facets to what's going on right now because you could think for many – because, like you said, I cover high school sports and – a lot of the there, there are high school sports teams that are getting ready for the state tournament in baseball, softball, track and field, tennis, golf, and uh, so just from that angle, which there's there are a lot of so many families of so many ages, um, the high school athletes are, are certainly being resilient right now, and 
and focusing in what, whatever schoolwork they're still doing, either from home or still on campus, and still trying to get ready to play, which are the biggest games of the season coming up. So, yeah, I certainly think about a lot of people up there, and, and uh, in particular the high school student-athletes that are um, dealing with a lot, dealing with something that uh, certain parts of the state are, and a lot of portions of our state are not. So it's a big disadvantage to them to be having to deal with this, but they are resilient. Um, there are a lot of brave kids out there that have been dealing with, with worse stuff uh, when you talk about the pandemic and, and a lot of other things that have happened over the years. So, um, yeah, resilience is a perfect word, man. They're, they're getting through it, and uh, hopefully KOB can have a small part in helping them do it. So of the schools that could be affected, uh, I'm sure, and you don't have to say officially anything, but I'm sure there's a plan in place um, for those athletic programs to play elsewhere, to do – to host their games if need be away from schools. And I guess I don't necessarily know off the time ahead who would be affected by that, but um, they do such a good job. Like I'll, I know West Las Vegas is at Santa Fe Indian, I believe on Friday. So I guess that wouldn't be affected, but, but I know that the NMAA does an excellent job of making sure that not just do all games get played, but that everyone is safe and everyone is accommodated. Yeah, Sally Marquez and the NMAA do a fantastic job at, at handling a lot of things that have happened unexpectedly, over, especially over the last few years, and this is no exception. Uh, fortunately, a lot of the state tournament festivities will be happening in Albuquerque, which is pretty far away from the fire. So I think there's been some scenarios where student-athletes are coming out here a little early, and there's some scenarios where games are getting moved. Um, but like you said, even, even the one in Santa Fe should be safe. So, yeah, there, there shouldn't be too much, but anything that does come up, the NMAA will, will certainly, certainly do everything they can to help the coaches, student-athletes, and the families. Everybody knows the red SUVs with the KOB4 driving all around town, but people might not know everything that KOB4 does for the community. What's it like working with someone who cares so much about Albuquerque and New Mexico? Yeah, it's been a lot of fun because it's definitely rubbed off on everyone that works here. And and I got to say, you guys, anyone that doesn't that is maybe new to the show that's listening right now, Fred and Van are definitely in the same family. When I when I think of like people in the media, like KOB, that that do a lot of great positive things for the community. You two have been a great influence on me too with things you guys were doing through the pandemic and a lot of your community work you, you still do to this day. So yeah, KOB has been great. Uh, you guys have done a lot of great stuff over the years and, and are still doing and, and have future projects lined up to help the community. So yeah, for sure. KOB has been doing a lot of amazing things and, and I've been trying to think of projects on my own that I'd like to do uh, in the future um, but yeah, KLB has been great. And, and you got, you guys, uh, definitely deserve a huge pat on the back too. Well, you guys are doing a lot of awesome stuff. We too. need, we need to be real transparent here because it's not altruistic because we have to sometimes do this to make ourselves feel big because of how small we all felt at night. It's champions Monday night watching <laughs> yeah, these yeah. UNM football players yeah. just clang and bang on each other. Yeah, that was so much fun. And I was only there for a short amount of time because I took off, took off to the ice wolves playoff game. On Monday night, I gotta say, that one too. I gotta, I gotta say, since Monday, I have ran every day. I've done more push-ups than I've ever done this week than I've done in the like last year or so. Yeah, that was a really cool event. It was fun to go live with Coach Gonzalez uh, before he joined you guys. Um, yeah, that was good stuff. Global football's got a lot of good energy going right now. I mean, you, it made it inspired you to go exercise. It inspired me to 
grow out my hair like squatter of over 600 pounds, Adam Gay. Unreal. That was impressive. Yeah, yeah, great, great for him. And I think since I've been here, there's been a couple of viral videos in that Lobo weight room um, with, like, yeah, 600, 500-pound, whatnot, uh, lifts. Uh, that's impressive stuff. I'm not a weightlifter myself. I've got a different oh, you style don't of say. exercising. You don't, you, hey, Brady, you, uh, you, you feel like I, I don't know if you couldn't tell yeah, you by, say by that the thunder and lightning of my biceps are. Boom. But, yeah, I, I'm not a big weightlifter. <laughs> Love everything about that. So, uh, all right, Brandon, so KK, I, sorry, I want to make sure I got this right, and I don't want to butcher it. So KOB is currently doing, and they do it regularly for stuff. So it's not like this is a, this is a, you trust this one. This right. is the American Red Cross. Right. The two men on, it, we're giving the drip stamp of, a, of approval to this one. But it's KOB.com. It's uh, slash community slash pay it forward. You can go there and check them out. It's in a big notification thing at the top of the KOB website. If you'd like to go through that portal, it's an online click thing. Takes no amount of time. 505-222-3232 or 866-766-2404. And that is until 7 p.m. tonight where you can make a donation with the Red Cross right over the phone. Uh, otherwise, you can go to the website and you can do it there. Brandon, what is on deck for you this week and into the weekend in the world of sports here in town? Yeah, it's a busy start of three days for me. I'll be out of town this weekend in Los Angeles to see one of my best buddies from college getting married. But, yeah, just today we got Mexico United getting ready to play at 8 p.m. Obviously, the isotopes got canceled, which was unfortunate uh, due to that tornado warning. I've got Women's basketball for the Lobos to talk about. They have five New Mexico natives on the roster, which is the most they've had in, in quite some time. Men's golf for the Lobos was an at-large selection for the NCAA tournament. That's big time. Yay. We love ourselves in golf. Sandia baseball, one of the hottest teams in Class 5A, 10 straight wins, back-to-back district titles, caught up with the Matadors. And uh, they're the two seed behind Van Nunley's. Carlsbad Cavemen, who are the number one seed heading into the 5A baseball good, tournament. So, that, yeah, that starts on Friday, so that's going to be a lot of fun. And, cra- and congratulations to Carlsbad High legend, baseball coach Tom Forney, having the old Caveman Corral named after him. Ooh, that yeah. is very cool. Yeah, what, what, a, what a year it's been for Carlsbad. Just in baseball and softball, both are number one in the 5A bracket. Softball trying to finish the job has been to the state championship in 2021 and 2019 they're trying to finish the job this spring uh, in just a couple of weeks so yeah like i said the state tournament for baseball and softball start on friday the storylines there's so many in baseball and softball alone i'm looking forward to covering tennis golf track and field and everything else that's going on in the spring so yeah it's going to be a busy sports office and all the way up until championship saturday uh, the weekend of May 14th and 15th. Brandon, you're going to have to keep me posted on the state baseball tournament because I still have my Tom Forney baseball camp shirt from high school that I've just been dying to wear in public, and I finally got a reason once they come up here for the state tourney. Yeah, after the first round, if I'm not mistaken, the state baseball and softball tournament come to the Metro yep. for the rest of the, for the rest of the duration. So yeah, you you could potentially see your Carlsbad Caveman baseball team play at UNM coming up soon, and then the softball team will be at Cleveland High School to to start the quarterfinal round round robin they have. So yeah, it's gonna it's gonna the, the intensity is rising this week already with the state tournament just ahead, and then yeah, it it really ramps up for Friday. 
Now, is it true that Tom Forney is coming up, coming down, riding clean, fix your head in my crown, a bad B, H-Town, keep it trill, you all know, you all can't mess with Tom Forney, is that true? Van, do we know what he's talking about? I don't know what he's talking about right now. Is that, a, is that a Mike Jones reference? That is uh, from the hit song Tom Forney, uh, the third track off Magna Carta, Holy Grail by be, Jay-Z. He's, he's referencing Tom Ford. Oh. That's Tom Ford. Oh, yeah. oh so close, Fred. Yeah, so okay. close. Just try to get him on the program. Very close. If we could do that, that'd be really nice. But Van seems to have a connection. That just we got the number one seed in the, in the state. You can't just reach out to your old coach and get old Tom Forney on the show. What's the problem here? I got Tom and the current coach both in my phone. I was waiting for them to come up here to get him on. Right. Quit getting all antsy in your pants. Brandon, what's going to happen first? We're going to go to your bachelor party, or Tom Forney is going to join the program? Yeah, we've got two weeks and change, guys, for, for the wedding weekend coming up. So I would say Carlsbad's coming on the show. Okay, well, I need, that. well here's what I need is I need shirt sizes from everyone so we can reach out to Scott Cregan at Graphic Connection and just make sure we have the right um, thing that we're going we're gonna to doing a thing. Crickets. <laughs> I thought that was for Van. I didn't think that was for me. Oh, he, that was he, for he, you. He's the one that got yeah. the Carl's back connects. Oh, just, I already know. Just need, we need. We just. I don't. I don't pop Molly. I rock Tom Forney. So I just need. Just need him to come on the show. That's all I'm saying. So. Nice. Almost you. any other hip hop reference I would have got. <laughs> I say I stay I stay away from Kanye. I don't like it affecting my already bloated ego, so I don't listen to Kanye. So so I wouldn't have known. Well, you, you well, don't. He's kn- half. He's half. Here's so the I don't, thing. I don't listen to it. Brandon, he doesn't know Jay Z because Jay Z is not a rapper. He's a business yeah, I, man. Man, that was middle school for me. Big pimpin'. Me and uh, my boy JJ Vasquez, who's who's coming into town for the wedding weekend. We right. we blasted that song for about two years straight. Friends of the show. We're, we're can- big, we're, yeah, big friend of the show. Friend, friends of the show can join us for Brandon Ortega's bachelor party. Just at the show, at Talk ABQ, we will give you all the details and uh, what you can do to support Brandon. Uh, just a little little pointer to friend of the show, uh, bring singles. We need just dollar-dollar bills. One of, one, of, one of the best men of the wedding, J.J. Vasquez. Okay. We've known him since we were 10 years old. We're, I mean, Can't wait to see him. Is Vital even invited? Like, What are you doing right now? Are you trying to put it out there like that? Don't don't put me on blast. With my <laughs> me, me 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 and Mike me and Mike are boys. Don't 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 you dare go there. Brandon Ortega, thank you so very much, and thank you Kob. Thank you guys for for having us on and t- to talk about the Kob. Pay it forward. Uh, be safe out there, everyone in northern New Mexico. If you can donate, give them a call on the hotline or, or check out kob.com. Love you guys. Love you, brother. Peace. Does a really good job at this thing. You don't say. He's very good at this thing. So we do the live video stream for the program where we bring in guests and we have like a whole catalog. Every guest we've ever come on has got like a lower third, you know? Mm-hmm. Brandon's the first lower third. Yep. He's the first one. one on. Number one. Two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. May the 4th be with you today. Is Dave Chappelle ever in a Star Wars movie? <clears throat> you're thinking of Samuel L. Jackson. I believe you're being racist adjacent. I want you to be real careful here. I would choose the purple lightsaber. You didn't ask me that question earlier. I, I, and you, would you like to know why? Why would you choose the purple lightsaber? Because purple significant, signif- excuse me, take sig- your time. signifies take your time. the difference in between the lead. Ri- I'm going to take a break.
It's because you like the New Mexico Highlands Cowboys? Is that, <sighs> why? Is that why you pick purple? I think I've had too much coffee. I was tired earlier. I think I had too much coffee, and now, now I'm flinging, flanging. I'm going. Uh, me and so my- purple is right in between red and blue. And blue is the most popular lightsaber for Jedi. And red is obviously the lightsaber of the Sith. And right in between blue and red is purple. Because if you use a purple lightsaber, that means you have balance with both. And Samuel L. Jackson's favorite color was purple. And they made up that fact just for Samuel L. Jackson so he would join the Star Wars universe. Do you blame him? Okay, I have reason to believe Samuel L. Jackson was already in the Star Wars universe, regardless of the color of lightsaber. So I'm not going to say that was a deciding factor, and I'm not going to believe anyone who claimed that. Here's what I'm also going to say. Me and my lady have been looking at painting walls. I'm just saying we got some personal stuff going on in our life. We need to look at colors of paint for walls. And if I were to have a lightsaber, I could go white or pearl, or alabaster, or snow, or ivory, or cream, or eggshell, or cotton, or sheafen, or salt, or lace, or coconut, or lemon, or bone, or daisy, or powder, or frost, or porcelain, or parchment, or rice. Sold. They're all white. I don't care what anyone says. It's just white. They're all white. You cannot for a second tell me that there are shades of white. In fact, I think by definition, white is a tint. But I don't want to get into that while I'm standing in the Lowe's on Want to Bow. And why do all these people bring their dog to the hardware store? Because dogs don't behave. They only make mistakes. Hey, Fred. Yeah, sorry, bro. Hey, you know what them colors you all said were? What's that, brother? All white, all white, all white. Such a stupid show. Stretching it into rain delay baseball. Whenever we get back, Dave Chappelle talk. We're going to talk about NFL mentoring. You are going to give a breakdown of the Batman, I guess. I don't know how that got on my rundown list. I, I want to save it for us when me, you, and Robert. Because Robert finally caught up and watched it as well. And I hope there's a rain delay on now Friday. Now that it's free. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Six o'clock. Jeezo Pizzo. I don't remember the lyrics to the song. The I, should, I should say I don't remember the verse. I remember the chorus. I was like, did like the air conditioner go audacious. out? Like, why, what was the reason it was so hot? It was air conditioner went out. Were they outside? I, I don't understand. It was they were in the club and things were just heating up. Okay. So the only thing that you could do when you're in the club is to combat the heat is to take off all your clothes because the vents were out in the kitchen area and they had to open the doors to the dance floor that's, and it's extra hot that's that- clo- that's close but the real reason was um it is getting hot in here i'm gonna take my clothes off we that didn't was, explain why that was necessary it was, are you familiar with peer pressure that's the same oh. reason you make me bring the mailman on every time he calls the program welcome to the show mailman Fellas, fellas, my man, dude. I told uh, I told Vital. Mm-hmm. He said, uh, "Hey, man, it's quitting time." I said, "No, nah, man, not for me. I got to keep heading. Now. I got to keep doing that work. I got to make sure I get to your bills for the day." You know what Vital told me? What's that? He said, "I ain't got no bills." He lied. And to him, you know what I said? If you don't have no bills, you dead. 
That's how you know when you're alive and you get a bill. It that's that's a little philosophy for you guys. That's how you know when you're alive. Speaking when you get a bill. Speaking of working, we'll continue working tonight at eight o'clock when we are down at Hollow Spirits as the New Mexico United are at the Sacramento Republic FC. And then kickoff is at 8 o'clock tonight. Come hang out with your boys as we're hosting the watch party at Hollow Spirits. Oh, I'm sorry, dogs, man. <laughs> uh, hey, I'd love to. I mean, I, I got to get out and I got to support Brian Calavici. That dude was awesome y'all had on today. I got his name right, right? Brian Cologne. Brian Cologne. Very close. Perfume. Brian Perfume. Ah, uh, I see. You did toilet. Okay. Brian Cologne, support that dude. Support that dude. He's a good guy. He loves Albuquerque. He loves New Mexico. and the state. God love that dude. God love that dude. Since it is May 4th. Be with you. I'm yellow, dog. I'm yellow. I got the yellow face. Okay, let me see what that one means. All right, so it looks here. The yellow, oh, that's cowardness. Oh, oh, it's Jedi no. Temple stuff. Yeah, sorry. Hey, it looks cool. <laughs> it looks cool. If you got a black I mean, handle, I mean, it could be New Mexico United green, colors. Everybody got blue. Yeah. A lot of people got red. You'll see a lot of people with them yellow ones. Them well, yellow ones look kind of cool. Ray Skywalker had a yellow one. That was like her thing. Yes, she did. I think and, the- you know, she put two together to make yellow. Oh, black and yellow, black that. and yellow. Well, man, I think we're losing you. Oh, is he still okay. with us? All right. Is he still there? Oh, he's there. Yeah, he okay. paid his bill. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, okay. Welcome back. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was saying that uh, I don't know if you remember that. She put two together to make one. That's why it came out yellow. You remember that? I, I mean, I saw the movie one time. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. It, it, it was worth it. So, um, I still have not seen The Batman. Oh, that's probably And best. unfortunately, I'm going to have to go see that by myself. So, my old lady said, I don't want to see it. I said, okay. Well, it's on the HBO. Okay. You can just watch it at the house. Yeah, I'm going to have to do that. I'm going to have to do that. But, uh... Congratulations to uh, Brandon O. El Paso. I mean, uh, no, that's that's not his name. Um, uh, Ortega. Yes, yeah. That's it. Congratulations to him on getting hit. Y'all, uh, yeah. Make sure y'all tell him congratulations. Uh, some 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 woman is probably gonna be pretty proud. You know them them weather guys and them. Them, them, them TV guys, they, they tend to hook the good ones, right? <laughs> He's got a good one for sure. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know how we do it. We don't have fish. We don't have faces for TV. We got faces for radio. That's how it is. That's how it is. But anyway, uh, stay, stay, stay cool. Uh, uh, Northern New Mexico. We uh we support you somehow. We got to get you some rain. We need rain for the state, but we'll take rain in northern New Mexico for right now. A hundred forty thousand acres. I think that's all the lakes in New Mexico. 
Like that's all the water in New Mexico, guys. So they use chemicals. Uh, yeah, a chemical is a big approach to this thing too. I don't know what it's called. I think it's it's called like mash or slurry. Slurry. Or, okay. Slurry. Yeah, but they do. Yeah, they have like a they got a plan. But I, yeah, I am under the understanding that a lot of those resources are are coming from up north, like Colorado and those areas. Yeah, y'all, y'all, everybody help. Uh, those those of you who can't help, y'all help too. <laughs> if you don't want to help, y'all help too. And uh, somehow we're going to get through this. Yeah, you can go to kob.com slash community slash pay it forward with a number four or altogethernm.org, altogethernm.org. Mailman, yeah. Yeah. Mailman, your phone Thanks has you become guys. too brutal, so we got to cut you loose. But make yeah, sure, yeah, it's, we're off. It's windy out here. We will catch you later in the week. Yes, for sure. For sure. Good dude. Programming note in about 10 minutes, a little bit less. Jason Thomas, who's play by play for the New Mexico Ice Wolves, will be calling the program. We're going to talk about their big playoff deal happening this Friday. Man. Exciting stuff. They start on the road. It starts in Texas. This I think it's this Friday. And then they come back, and then it's like a it's a little five game thing. So gotta make sure we show up and support the boys when they're here. Well, they're in Texas to start. I said when they're here. Well, they're not here. I said when. You can't when argue when that. is a word that uh, insinuates a later time. When when they are here. The yellow lightsaber is scholarly. It says it's a balance of combat and scholarly pursuits. And the little I know, mailman, I just I, I don't know how it applies. I don't necessarily know. You think you would want one for, like, he needs one that's a combination of, like, rain, sleet, or snow. Yes, that is that's correct. That's the one he needs. He needs the red, white, and blue. Ooh, I like that one. Or the post office colors. Yeah. Also, I the universe that is Star Wars, the canon that is Star Wars, mm-hmm. is too much. Go on. There is, so I Googled yellow lightsaber. Okay. And I'm like, oh, I sh- there should be like one result, right? There's, that's all there. How extensive can this? There's 20 million results on yellow lightsabers. And then it's talking about every character or non-character or role in the universe that has even at one time come in approximation to a yellow. And I'm thinking, well, this. Well, who's, see, I thought. Who's that, writing all this? I thought the Padawans had the yellow lightsabers. The what? And had nothing to do with scholarly pursuits. What was this word? Padawan, the young Jedis. The ones who are learning. The little, the younglings, if you will. All right, that's a harder word to spell than I thought. And according to this, uh, yeah, day oneers is what it says. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, it's day oneers. Day oneers. May the 4th kind of takes over everything, too. It's it's sure. like, it's one of those, it's a good holiday that's not a holiday. Like, what's that one you really like? Gaspaccio Soup Day or whatever? Like, this is of similar energy. Exactly that one. This, is that what it is? Yeah, it totally is. What is it? It's not that. It's something S- similar. Spumoni Day? Spumoni. <laughs> Michael, whatever happened to Spumoni Day? I don't know, but I remember growing up eating it, and I didn't like the the uh, strawberry. I just liked the chocolate, not the vanilla and okay. strawberry. Put a note down. Sunday, August 21st is National Spumoni Day. Treat yourself to a slice or two of delicious layered Italian ice cream dessert. Spumoni is plural for uh, a spumone. What? That's a, is it Latin um, or Italian? It's Italian. No, it's, it's Michael Jackson. Is... <laughs> 
Spamona. I don't like that impersonation <laughs> that you just did. Real quick one before Jason Thomas joins us, the voice of New Mexico Ice Wolves. See his Dave Chappelle thing yesterday? I did see that, Dave. Did you see the attacker's elbow? That was brutal. Let's touch on that. Was let's brutal. touch on that after the break. It's, well, we can't. Jason Thomas is joining us. That's why we're doing. Let's it right touch now. on that with Jason Thomas. Well, he's actually going to talk about ice wolves. We have literally just this window. We can we could give him thirty seconds to talk let's, about Dave Chappelle. But also just take it ourselves. This, this is the window. Oh, we got fifty minutes this, in the program. Well, we got three more segments. Well, we're lined up on like some really prudent talking points that. I just had Gumby jokes about the guy's body after he got beat up allegedly by Jamie Foxx. That was the only thing I was going to go with here. Let's do some more. <laughs> no, there's not more. No, I got more. He rushes the stage. Jamie Foxx allegedly beats the crap out of him. And then there's like the ultimate like boys code of no one is saying who beat the crap out of this guy. Yeah. And he ran behind the screen where there's no cameras and no one could see him. Hmm? Like, hey, at least stay on camera so you know who to sue later. I would say that this was a work. I would say this is like a full-on WWE-style work, except for... Except for when you saw his when you, arm. Oh, my gosh. It was backwards. That is not much video over it. This, no. Like, the one that Will Smith did, there was every angle. There was every... And by the way, because for like... what do you, What's a fair number, Van? Ten years? You haven't been able to be funny for ten years. Is that about right? I don't know what you mean. So, like, like socially speaking, it's not okay to tell jokes. Oh, you're talking like cancel, cancel culture stuff? Yeah, I, I don't like to use that phrase because I don't think that's a real thing. But I'm going to say, like, sensitivity culture. Sure, I'll give you that yeah. one. Yeah. So, like, there's someone who was, like, they went to the show and they're, like, they sat down, like, on the aisle. Because, you know, that's what you do when you're going to, like, make a fuss. And they did that, like, run in place thing before they start running. Like, as soon as he makes a joke about this one specific topic, boys, I'm going for it. Jamie Foxx is right there. Jamie Foxx is swole. He's yoked. Jamie Foxx, who, by the way, December 13th, baby. Jamie Foxx, don't let him get his hands on you. Isn't Jamie Foxx going to play Mike Tyson or somebody in a movie? He, I think he's... He's training to be Tyson, isn't he? I think he's just costume playing him anyways all the time. All the time. Costume playing. That's where you... That dude's arm looked like a stretch Armstrong. After you threw it at your brother when you were a kid and mm-hmm. like you just flipped around backwards, that was very gross. It looked like whenever you pull, not the three-inch, but the 12-inch G.I. Joe out of your toy box as a kid and its arm is backwards exactly and turns, turned upside down and sideways, don't rush the stage. Also, and we probably need Robert a little bit more for this conversation, there's a certain culture of events where you don't start a fight. Black Comedy Club? Don't start a fight. That's not the place. You don't win that fight. The guy who rushed Dave Chappelle looked like he was doing all the YMCA letters at once when he was done. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he said, uh, hey, um, I'm really enjoying this show, and I just want to make an announcement that tomorrow uh, I'm costume playing. Uh, it's an alphabet thing, but I'm going as an Amber Sam. So if you guys <laughs> could help my body become – the position and shape that I need it to be, that would be that'd go a long way for me, boys. Yeah, guys, if if I can do I'm a little teapot forever, yeah, that'd be really cool. Can you guys help me out with that? Super cruise. <laughs> and not today, but some like because he went with his boys, obviously. They're gonna have that video. 
Like they're going to, because they would have been, whatever. You know, this is not what TMZ gets. It'll come out eventually. And it's just going to be. It was the Dave Chappelle show. There's hundreds of angles of this thing. That's 100%. You know, you won't get one of. He makes people lock up their phones and somehow phones still sneak their way into there and get video of this stuff. There's going to be so many videos that his friends get to watch forever and just rub it in forever. Also, in that community now, what comedian is not giving Jamie Foxx front row seats to everything? Well, you have him patrolling the stage. <laughs> he's, he's the help. He's the best. He's not there for the show. It, and violence, notwithstanding, don't do this. Don't be a jerk. Oh, there's a handful of times when you can. Don't ruin it for everybody. But Chris Rock just being there and dropping a, was that Will Smith? That was just so Literally perfect. Jason Thomas is going to join us. Whenever we get back, we're going to talk Ice Wolves. Is I had about the most fun I could have possibly had in an Ice Wolves game on Monday. And they got big playoffs coming up this weekend. Two men on. Live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. Play on Team I-9. And we start our days at the YMCA of Central New Mexico. Also from the live chat, Buster Rhymes was there. You don't try to get in a fight at a party that Buster Rhymes is at. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Intercepts the puck in mid-ice. He's going to work through two defenders to the net on the left-hand side. He looks and he finds the upper. Oh, my God. It's where they keep the cookies on the shelf. Goal for the Ice Wolves. Do I sound like Jason Thomas? Was that close, boys? Was that anything special? You can say no. Just just jump in. Just jump in and say no. It sounded nothing like Jason. I, I was kind of impressed. I'm not gonna lie. Jason oh. Thomas, voice of the New Mexico High Schools, joining us on the program. And you already beat the team to Texas, right? Uh, yes, sir. I actually live here, so I came home. I guess I was Tuesday yesterday, and the boys are getting here probably in the next hour or two. Okay, so I mean, what's up? We about to win the championship? I mean, I would like to think so. I also believe in uh, – I'm very superstitious. I don't want to jinx anything. Okay, I'll do it for you. Um, but I definitely like our chances. we got the divisional finals first, and then it would be a trip to Minnesota for the final four. But after winning that first playoff series franchise history, I, I really like this team, guys. I've been saying it all year. Something special is going on over at the uh, outpost. Something special is going on. And before we talk playoffs – Playoffs? NAHL South Division Organization of the Year? There you go. How proud are you to be part of that? Woo, woo. Oh, well, thank you so much. Yeah, no, that's a, it's an incredible honor. I'm really proud to be a, a part of this organization, and it's really insane because this team has been around for three years, and this is the second time they've won this award. They won it in their inaugural year without me, actually. Um, oh, lucky. So it's nice to finally be a part of a team that wins Organization of the Year. Never saw it as an intern. So it's uh, really special to me. And I know how lucky I am to be working with everybody like Stan Hubbard, Phil Fox, everybody in the front office, really. So whenever they were looking for a broadcast, they were looking for a lot of requirements. Is it the same kind of requirement like when they were looking for a goalkeeper and they were like, hey, Benny, can you stand on your head the whole time? Is it, was it like that? Uh, not quite like that, thankfully, because I don't think I could stand on my head if I was asked to. Um, <laughs> but it, it's funny because – they just needed somebody to broadcast their games. That was locally in Texas last year. And they were like, we don't care who it is. And I think that's why I got 
lucked into the position. Okay. I had oh, no right. experience under my belt go. at first. Yeah, let's say, okay, we'll undersell it right here with you. Most talented guy in the whole freaking league. So, it oh. playoffs start this weekend, obviously, and I don't know, and I'm not trying to be that guy right now because everyone knows I hate El Paso number one. I'll never not hate them number one. But what is a Brahma's? What is that? What a Brahma's? I don't even know what that is. Well, from somebody who has been a fan in this rivalry with a Lone Star Brahmas or a Fort Worth Brahmas team on the opposite side, we just like to call them fat purple cows. Okay, I like that. Because that's just what it is. It's like a bull or a cow, and their colors are purple. So If you Google it, it's a chicken. So there you go. It's really? a chicken. A bunch of chickens that? over there. Yeah, They don't even know what they are. That's how I feel. But uh, So what, it's our puck drops Friday, or what's the plan here? Uh, yes, sir. Friday game one, Saturday game two, seven thirty Central, six thirty Mountain Time. I thought, and I thought then a, we'll uh, head home. I thought uh, a Brahma game. was a Hindu god. That's like one of the the three headed gods, isn't it? That's oh, is that true? You you follow your world religions? <laughs> I, I don't know. You're asking the wrong guy now. I, so my I, my knowledge goes to hockey, and that's about it. Well, speaking of hockey, can you preview the matchup? Is it a favorable matchup for the Ice Wolves? The boys going to come back home ahead and take the dub here in Albuquerque? Well, I think at the very worst, we'll split the first two games. Okay. Because okay. Lone Star is a really good team. They're first place. They have home ice for a reason. Lone Star. I'm just being honest here. Um, I, I think we definitely have an edge. We have Benny Hawaz, 2001-born goalie. Their goalie, Arthur Smith, uh, he's 0-4 born, so a little bit younger. I think we might have a mental edge in that respect. Um, I also think we're a deeper team, more scoring. So I do like our odds. Um, but there's a lot of storylines going in, specifically the head coach matchup. We have Phil Fox, and they have Dan Wildfong. Dan Wildfong has actually Strong coached man. Phil Fox when he was in the professionals. So these two guys know each other. These two teams know each other. So it's going to be a battle. Well, and isn't it true that both rosters are only players from Minnesota and North Dakota anyways? So they've all Pretty been much. playing against each other for years. One right. Swedish guy. Yeah, there's, there's always the one guy from Stockholm. <laughs> what, uh, what's, what's that cat's name? Oh, he's on the team now. He's super good. Um, Wilmer Gustav Bloom. Yeah, there or you Wilmer go. Wilmer Spinson. Yeah, Spinson one. can go. Both of, the, both of the foreigners are beauties. We love them. The, uh, it was packed out at the – at the outpost this past Monday as the home team put it on the visiting losers. When's the next home game for the Ice Wolves? Next home game is a week from tomorrow, Thursday, that Thursday night. I think that's the 12th. Now, that will be game three. Will you please tell Van right now that no, he cannot have tickets. It's going to be a sellout. Will you tell him right now on air? It will be a sellout if it's not already sold out. Well, I sold out a long time ago and got a press pass. So, so there you go. Oh, well, that's, we'll there see you go. That. We'll see you. You guys there. know me. I, I feel like I can make things happen <laughs> if ever there's a tight amount of tickets available. So I like wear a really long trench coat and sneak us all in and just wobble in like a 13-foot tall we, guy. We cannot be giving my secrets away live on air. That's no, not yeah, cool. I like that. <laughs> so it's a five-game series, and it looks like the boys are going to wrap it up May 12th at home, and that's going to be big for the home team. Uh, what is after that, though? Because cause it doesn't just end there, does it? Nope. Uh, the winner of the series will go to Minnesota, and it will be the final four, basically. The semifinals are a best-of-three series, and then it will be a championship game. 
It'll go over about five days. The, the, the away games are available on HockeyTV.com. That's where you can catch out or catch out. That's where you can catch up on all of the action between your isles when they're on the road. And then forget HockeyTV.com when you're at home. You don't want to hear Jason Thomas. Go to the outpost. Go watch it in person. Yeah, sure. That's how I feel about it. I'm not offended by that whatsoever. I'd much rather see the fans and hear the noise there and have one person listening, and that's my family back at home. That is more than fine to me. <laughs> Fred Brahma is the first god of the Hindu triumvirate. Oh. The other two are the more well-known and popular Vishnu and Shiva. Okay. I'm sure you've heard of those two before. So I don't care about seeding. Ice Wolves are always the favorite when they show up in that gear, they show up in that merch. That's a good point. you got the best jerseys in the league, right? I definitely thought so, and then they whipped out these turquoise jerseys for the playoffs. So, so strong. Good. So and strong. let me just tell you, we may have new best jerseys in the world. <laughs> just a uh, heads up, boys. The Brahma is an American breed of chicken. It was developed in the United States from birds imported from the Chinese port of Shanghai. So there you go. I think they're more chicken than Hindu god, I'm That's pretty not, sure. How many, how many Brahma chicken references can you work into a broadcast, Jay? I feel like I'm going to be challenged. Um, well, I, I was planning on doing all of my game prep tomorrow evening anyway, so I guess I can see if I can squeeze one or two in for the boys. Wait, wait, well, you, I mean, at least try to pluck a couple opportunities. Nice. To slide them oh, in that's there. good. Yeah. I like it. I mean, we're not telling you you got to seek your talons into it. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. Y'all are my type of people. Uh, I you know can just, just peck around the I, edge. I, I'm writing yeah. all of these down now, so yeah, I don't have yeah. to do any research tomorrow. Now, the last thing we want you to do, though, during the broadcast is chicken out. Yeah. If, if, oh, yeah. If you don't squeeze well, in, yeah. you don't squeeze well, you in at least understand. one. You don't squeeze in at least one. You're totally just going to lay an egg. Well, you have to understand. <laughs> I'm part of the Ice Wolves. We're not the team that will be chickening out at the division final. That's so. Oh, I like hey, that one. Uh, there we go. And... We don't give a cluck about anything else. Ooh, there it is. Jason exactly. Thomas, he cannot tell, cannot tell a thigh. Thank you so very much for joining us on the program, Little Ice Wolves Talk, as they are on the road this Friday night. HockeyTV.com is where you can catch that. And then they return to the Outpost Ice Arena next Thursday, Van. They're going to play hockey on a Thursday. You can check them out at home. The energy at that bad boy that I was at on Monday after a night of champions, I took the energy from night of champions to that. And then I was, I was outmatched both, both of my professional things on Monday. I was outmatched. You don't, I don't hear you say that often. And also like Jay was like, Hey, that thing sold out. There's no seats. I know one seat's available and that's Jason's because he doesn't sit during the entire broadcast. How could you? No. And he does the, uh, do you watch any hockey? I already know the answer is no, but you're going to say yes for radio. Uh, right now <laughs> is the only time of the year I watch hockey. The, the playoffs. You know, hockey guys like like open suit, no tie, like those sneaker sports shoes. Are, like Jay is that guy. Yeah. Jay is like the, all right, time to jump and roar and scream and go. He's a world of talent. Good broadcast. Where we get back, we got 30 minutes of this one left because we are supposed to be off an hour ago, Michael. It's a rain delay for the isotopes. A lot of guests today. That's what we call filler. I'm more of a bomber jacket guy like Coach Bombay. That's how I roll. I had a Mighty, uh, uh, Mighty Ducks, like a Mighty Ducks starter jacket when I was a kid. Really? That thing was fire. Still fit? How old are we talking? If I still owned it, it would be on the tighter side. Okay. But I think because in the 90s you wore it big. Because... 
well, you know, and you had to be able to wear it backwards because crisscross makes you want to. Mm. Commercial right here. We got to talk a little bit of NFL. That's important to me, so we're going to do that. The importance of mentoring, and then Van. It's today's I nine varsity, and that's the I nine varsity of. I just wrote Star Wars movies. Okay, but that could be, that's pretty open for interpretation. Star Wars everything. Star Wars everything is way better than Star Wars movie. Tuning on ninety five point nine FM and AM six ten. The sports animal. Welcome back to the program. Friend of the show, Hoser. Hoser, welcome back. Hey, long time, second time, I believe. Uh, well, I don't keep count, but I know it's long time, not enough times. That's what I know. <laughs> oh, I like that one. That's how are you, better. friend? Um, I- I'm doing well, man. I just figured I'd, I'd chime in on the on the Brahma. Yeah. I mean, okay. uh, you know, you guys were correct. It is a chicken. It's a breed of a chicken. It is uh, Hindu gods. There we go. But... Most of the time, it's 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 a Brahma, you know, it's a cow, Brahma bull, you know. So if you look at Brahma bull, the rock. it's a fierce-looking animal, right? The Brahma I don't know bull. if that came out. The Brahma bull is the rocky, like the rock's tattoo. I know that. Really? Yeah. Yes. So there you go. There, I did know. Because, you the, know, that, that, because the Brahma. It's a fierce animal with, with the hump and everything, so. I was going to say, it looks like the rock's bicep, so that's probably a, a natural pick for that, him. That makes actually yeah. sense. Also, happy birthday to the rock on Monday as he it's turned 50, 50. He turned 50 on Monday. Isn't that crazy? He looks pretty wow. okay. Can you imagine that? Yeah, I think, well, he's, he's, he's kind of close to my age. I'm not quite 50 yet, but, I mean, ha- have you seen that show, The Young Rock? Very entertaining. It, I need to watch it more. I need to watch it more. I haven't been watching it enough. You know, which episode I liked is when he was stealing these uh, Jabot pants. You guys remember those? They were very popular. Love Jabot. Uh, in the 90s. It I does. mean, you, you had to have a pair of Jabots. 100%. What is that? What's a Jabot? It, it was just a brand of pants, like a denim jeans, you know. It was it was just like the, you know, they were popular along with, uh, you know, Tommy Hilfiger jeans. But the, I forget the, I, I'm sure Zubaz? there's a part, the first so, that I forget, but they're called Jabos. I had you're, you're on to something there, Fred. It was right in between Zubaz and Tommy Hilfiger. There was like this little gray area in the middle where everyone had MFG on their crotch. Marthy and Francois Gerbeau, they're the pants that had the angled pockets. Like they went directly oh, yes. sideways. Yeah, see? All right, well, I'm looking enough. I right got now. you, Hoser. All right. Yeah, Hoser. and they were pricey. I mean, you could only find them like at Dillard's, you know? I had to mow a lot of y- yards before I got some gerbos. Okay, so yes, it looks yes. here like there's knockoff gerbos that aren't that bad. They're like under 100 bucks. But if you want like what you boys are talking about, these things are up in like the three figures. Like these are like they're several in- hundred really? dollars. Yeah. That's crazy. And I'm well, not, I'm not is hip. Is that current currency or what? Is that inflation included or what? Uh, I think it's ruble, so I'm not sure. This is, it's, uh, oh, because I mean back then, I mean they were probably, <laughs> I don't know, 60 bucks, 70 bucks maybe. See, well, I'm, I want. They're about eighty to hundred dollars because I used to have a couple pairs. Did you? Okay, Mike Hoser. Did you hang on to them with the the sideways pockets? Because I guarantee you, they're coming back soon. They got. Man, I wish I would have. I mean, if I did, I probably couldn't fit into them. But <laughs> darn it. 
Isn't, isn't that funny how like what once was cool is always cool again? Like if if yeah. I were to, yeah, because if I were to look at my mom's closet like during the nineties, they'd be like, "Mom, you dress like an idiot." And now if I were to like take my lady over there, she would run through that closet and be like, "These are the best clothes I've ever seen." Like that doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> yeah, it, it's strange. Fashion is just strange. I mean, it it definitely it's it's uh, you know it definitely repeats itself. You know, you know you always say history. You don't want to repeat history, but in the fashion world, you kind of do. All right, what's your what's your color of lightsaber? We're getting that from everyone today. Oh man, me, I, I like I like blue. Yeah, that's the classic. Uh, I like the blue one. Yes, that is classic. Although that that red one, that double edged red one, that uh, yeah, Darth Maul. Yeah, man, that that was that, that was like another another level there. When that came out, I was like, wee, even though you're not supposed to cheer for the bad guys, <laughs> we are in trouble. Fifteen year old me really lost it when that second one came out. You remember because it came out in two parts. Oh, and I'm like, okay, I, I'm like, my heroes are in trouble here. Sorry, Liam Neeson. Yeah. Ooh, spoiler. Spoiler. And then those those guys that were dressed all in red right next to him, you know, before we got to him, it's like, whoa, those are those guys were cool too. They ended up being pretty soft. Those guys, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, you're right. I mean, they got handled, but but boy, they looked mean. Well, so, the, the, those costumes were so did were, Darth were, were right on point. He got halved. He got halved like Dewey Cox's brother. Ooh, yeah, they did. Yeah. They just kind of <laughs> sank there. Same fate. If he got to go, <laughs> getting halved. There's certain ones, like that guy that I went like at the Dave Chappelle concert. He would have preferred to got halved versus what happened oh, to him. Oh man, yeah. man! Now that was interesting. That was Chappelle boy. He can take a hit now. I mean, I saw a small clip of it, but man, that looked like right in the ribs. I was like, I'm surprised he, you know, he kind of bounced back up from that one. It was like a lock, this, lift hey, and this, ain't, this ain't late '90s, early 2000s skinny Chappelle anymore. This no. is swole Chappelle. Take a That's punch. That's true. He's, he's put on some a few pounds. Has he been working out or just kind of just eating more carbs? I think both. I think both. Well, and also yeah, a little like bit of both. you boys know I grew up in St. Louis, Missouri, which is by no means an easy city. Guys who wear like jumpsuits all the time. That's because they got like there's a layer underneath of it. Oh, I guess he was probably wearing a suit though, wasn't he yesterday? But like you know that look he has, like he's ready to go all the time. Like he's wasted up. Like he's yeah. it's not going to be a thing. But yeah, that was a lock, lift, and drive for sure on that tackle. That was a. I got a plan. I'm a lock, lift, and drive. I'm gonna run off behind this curtain, and I'm gonna talk crap. Nope, nope. Oh, done. For yeah, and, and you know, and on the video, you can tell if if Dave actually saw it coming or not. I mean, I don't know. It was just such a quick clip. You know, I don't know if there's other better video out there, but man, that the one that I saw was just like boom. It was like just out of nowhere. 23 year old Isaiah Lee running on stage trying to tackle the comedian. Yeah, he's done for. He's um. Yeah, he's super done for. That dude's yeah, sick. he is. Oh, my gosh. Said he had a knife? Are you kidding me? No. Oof. Unacceptable. That is dangerous, boys. Dangerous. Like appreciate the time, my friend. Hey, I appreciate the time from you guys. Hey, you, you, Great you, show, guys. You, you're missing the pit? What, what, what are you doing with your time now? Uh, yes, I am missing the pit. I'm trying to grow some grass. Uh, not not that kind of grass, but okay. just regular lawn grass. Oh, okay. Uh, so we were I've interested been, uh, for a I've second. Been... Both are legal now. <laughs> yes, both are legal. Uh, the lawn grass is hard. To... This is the second time I'm trying it. Hopefully, I got the the soil all nice and you know everything that I need to do. And I talked to my landscape friend, and so 
and I hope it comes out good. This is kind of for a Mother's Day gift, but so far uh, the wife is happy on the work that I've done in the soil. So you know, I'm going to plant it tomorrow and then start watering the thing, and whew, hopefully doing, within a like week we'll see germination. A little hydro mousse or something? Like, is that the plan? You're doing like a little green spread? Is that is that what you're looking at? Yeah, yeah, just yeah, uh, you know something, you know something nice. It's uh, it's called ensemble, so it's like three different types of fescues. Smart. So hopefully, well, it's it'll, all about it'll hydro, blend in nice. Hydro seeding is where it's at when it mm-hmm. comes to grass. Mm-hmm. Like to to go down, I think you can just like a sprinkle. No, like you got to put it down and you got to give them an opportunity to live. Me and Van just recently entered a competition against TJ Trout over at KKOB to grow Ooh, pumpkins. Yeah. And, yeah. and 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 I think actually we're live from Jericho Nursery next week over in KKOB. But it's uh, I'm not about to let TJ Trout beat us at this pumpkin growing contest unless he's cheated and already started growing a pumpkin and didn't tell everyone, which I didn't think about as an option until right now. We need to raid his home. <laughs> well, as, <laughs> no, as I a, don't think he's cheated. I, th- I think you're right. Right. At what you know, the, the time frame as far as putting stuff down in the ground. I think you're you're within it. As an Astros fan. We're a hundred percent cheating on our pumpkin. Just going to the yes. going to the sprouts. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, shows up with a sticker on it, and Van's like, "I don't know. This is a different breed of pumpkin, Van. You got this. You got this from the farmers market." I'm like, I'm telling Van about it off the air, and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, we should set up like a time lapse camera. We should do a whole thing, watch it sprout, watch a little. Pump. And Van's like, we don't got time for that. He's like, just he's like, just water it every day, man. I'm like, that's. I'm like, Fred, I've been growing one in my closet since last competition. It's going to be huge. <laughs> we got to grab a break. Uh, Too much time, fellas. Thank you. Thanks for the call, Hoser. He's very nice. First time I ran into Hoser, did I tell you this? We were at a UNM game, and it's, like, super loud. We're at the pit. He's like, hey, it's Hoser. I'm a big fan of the show. And I'm like, I didn't quite catch the name. And I'm like, oh, hey, big dog. My name's Fred. It's nice to meet you. He's like, yeah, I, I know. <laughs> me hoser i'm like oh shoot i feel like an idiot really good program today also inside baseball really good program today that we put together on like an hour's notice of isotopes baseball being canceled we had a pretty good hour and a half planned out already absolutely we did but with the last minute freestyle yeah. an hour and a half it might have been our best work it was a shame that we had to cut van tate we had to cut three segments i had planned on wrestling not enough nfl talk according to people that keep demographics on this thing but thank you to brian cologne thank you to brian ortega all the friends of the show who reached out josh sushan this is a good one what's really a shame is now i'm gonna have to get a pair of vintage jerbo jeans and wear them all the time bring it back if we do like a theme party they're gonna come in no 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 just like regular yeah but if we do one <laughs> theme party then it becomes a business expense and that's super smart I like that a lot. If we would have bought lightsabers and brought them in today and swung them around our heads like helicopters, complete write-off. Don't you have to order them from North Carolina if you do that? Stand up, like Jason Thomas during an Ice Wolves game. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back on the program, final one. As of right now, all isotopes tomorrow. As of right now, at 3.30, there's pregame for isotopes. Then there's isotopes. Then there's a weird in-betweener between games. What's that going to end up being? Vitale, is it going to be national or is that going to be filler? What's the plan for that? It's going to be national. Do you want me to give you a best of or something just to run in that time? I uh, don't know. <laughs> Good answer. Because 
the uh, second game could could be washed out, or the first game could be washed out too. There's there's a lot of unknowns. Usually, if there's a rain delay, which could happen, obviously, we go to uh, CBS Sports uh, National. I'm not going to come in during a rain delay. If if you call me tomorrow and you're like Fred, we're on rain delay. Come in. You know what I'm going to say? Nah, fam. Put it on national. Or I'm going to say, find at TalkABQ on Spotify, Apple iTunes, or wherever, and you just play one off the website. That's what I would say. We got a couple greatest hits cooked up for whenever we have to leave. Just play one of those. And when I say greatest hits, I mean every episode ever. Some of them are pretty good. We've had like three real good ones. I tell you, we're up for some awards, Michael. Did I tell you that? Yes, I did. So, and here's the thing about these awards that I was just talking to you about. Uh-huh. I am very oppo broadcasting awards. Have I said this on air? Have I done this bit? I know we've talked about it off the air. I hate broadcasting awards that are given by the broadcasting community. I'm a huge fan of broadcasting awards that are given by the listener base. Mm-hmm. That I'm about. Give me that energy all day. But the industry-centric, we have an idea of what a program is. We know better than the fan base. We know better than the guys that host the show. Nah. I don't – even if you win that one, which – and here's the weird thing about the business. You have to enter because if you don't enter, then you're that guy. Then your boss gets mad at you. Well, no, I mean that's (laughs) – a lot of truth in that sentence. But if you win, yeah, yeah. And if you lose, I don't want to win anyways. I already said that on air. It don't matter if I win or not. Yeah, smart. Pick. Yeah. Double down. Hedge your bets, if you will. Isn't that that Groucho Marx line? What do you, uh, I don't want to be a member of any club that would have me. Acha-cha-cha. <laughs> That's actually the line, the one you yeah. just gave. Mm-hmm. All right, man. So it's today's I-9 Varsity. Today is May the 4th. May the 4th be with you is the theme of today's show. And I-9 Sports, which allows us to bring you the varsity every day, League Office 280 and I-9Sports.com, 505-312-4999. Reach out to I-9 Sports. Get your May the 4-year-old into sports introductory. How's your 5-year-old niece doing? Is she playing baseball yet? Playing softball? She sure is. She's a stone-cold killer. What position is she playing? Well, they all play everything. That's sweet. Today, she's the catcher. That's what's up. Yeah, Grandma just sent me a pic. Looking all cute. Aw. She's a slugger. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She got good form and everything already. My little niece just started playing softball, Vital. She's five. Yeah, four or five, right around that age. Yeah. The only thing that matters is her tie-dyed socks. She's got high knees, like tie-dye baseball socks, and cannot play, cannot get out there without them. It's the only thing that matters. So, uh, without giving away too much info, she plays uh, for the Diamondbacks in Flagstaff. Yeah. And the team she plays against, also the Diamondbacks. Yeah, that makes sense. The two other teams in the league, also Diamondbacks. Oh. But none of them are called the Diamondbacks because they all have different colors of the Diamondbacks jerseys. Yeah. So there's some kind of My Little Pony or something, whatever the color is. And I was like, hey, how'd you do against the Diamondbacks today? The Diamondbacks be the Diamondbacks? She's like, Uncle Bubs, we didn't play them. I was like, okay, you're right. Technically you did. Also, the game that I showed up for. She went four for four with four grand slams. 
because there's absolutely no defense whatsoever. Four grand slam. Four for four. Wow. Four grand slams. Sixteen RBIs. That's, That's like right. Twenty-five Swing RBIs. Yeah. Yeah. Because she was the last. Because the whole team bats every inning, and the last one to bat is usually the air quotes cleanup hitter. So she's the cleanup hitter. So the bases are always loaded, and she always makes contact, and they always just run and run and run. It's adorable. It's like last out, don't stop kind of thing? Exactly. Yeah. 25 home runs. That's crazy for one game. Four for four. Four grand slams. Yeah, I think I said it correct. Math is off. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Today, Disney Plus put out their Obi-Wan Kenobi trailer, which I watched. I'm not a big guy for – it was teaser, not trailer. I'm a teaser guy. I watch teasers. I won't watch trailers. Okay. But I'll watch teasers. So I saw it. It's got Ewan McGregor. He's re- revamping his role as Obi-Wan Kenobi. So excited. Uh, you're not the only person. Why it didn't debut today, I have no idea. Debuting on the 26th, apparently. So here we go. The top Star Wars stuff. You okay. want to go first? You want me to? Okay. Lead off. All right, I'm going to lead off. So the number one Star Wars is Star Wars A New Hope, the very first Star Wars. Okay. The Star Wars that kicked off all the Star Wars. That's the first one. That's the first one. Now, it's not chrono- like chronologically as they're made, yes. Correct. Chronologically canon, no. Correct. That is Star Wars Episode One: yeah. The Phantom Menace. That's not going to make my list. Now, A New Hope is because, and I do this bit all the time, when they made Star Wars, they already made the best Star Wars, and every Star Wars was just trying to be Star Wars because you can't make another Star Wars when you already have Star Wars. Therefore, it's the best-tasting Star Wars, and no Star Wars since has tasted as good as that Star Wars, the original Star Wars. Like your first hit of crack is what you're saying. You, you're chasing you're the dragon. Chasing the dragon. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. Well, I disagree. All right. That's wrong. I think the best Star Wars ever and coming in with a heroic score on Rotten Tomatoes of 13% is Star Wars The Clone Wars. The cartoon? The cartoon. That crap sucks. You aren't a fan, I could tell, but boy did I love it. As a Star Wars dork, it really delves in on what it's like to be a Jedi and how you turn into the Sith, and there's all kinds of other storylines, and it's got Mandalorian backstories, and I just love everything about it also ahsoka tano give me all the ahsoka tano you got is that like what is that is that a drug that's the rogue independent jedi that you might recognize from the mandalorian rosario dawson all right do you know who that is she's got the uh the dreadlocks so i'm it's not dreadlocks it's her actual head i'm demonstrably bad about knowing the characters yeah. names on stuff I watched every episode of Game of Thrones. I could not tell you a single character's name outside of um, Cersei. Ahsoka Tano's the hot alien. How about that? And Does that help? <laughs> the hot alien with skin dreadlocks. Rogue One, a Star Wars story, is my number two. Came out in 2016. Strong. When I went to see Rogue One, I went with this gal in my life. Okay. And she was the biggest Star Wars mark of anyone I had ever met in my well, life. Second biggest, you know me. You're not a gal. And we go, and this is the first time that she, at the time in her early 30s, had ever seen Darth Vader on the big screen. She had only seen him on the little screen, TV. I got chills for them just now. And she bawled. She, like, tears and emotion ran through her. And this was like a costume playing night with all these people. And I showed up in, like, just like a black vest, like the most fake Han Solo look you could ever see. And I got to, like, hold the hand of my crying friend as she, for the first time, saw Darth Vader 
with that big Williams score over the top, like doing that whole thing. And that to me is um, a hard number two. Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Sorry about the hard number two. No, it's fine. It's not healthy. Didn't mind. Next on my list is The Bad Batch. You heard of The Bad Batch? Again, another cartoon. Also a Star Wars cartoon. And it's garbage. Also created by Dave Filoni, who you know from the Mandalorian universe. The well, that, yeah, the one that's good, that's the, correct. The Mandoverse. Yeah. Bad Batch is about a s- elite squad of clone troopers with genetic mutations. All right, it's for kids. Who have the ability to make their own choices, uh-huh. unlike normal clone troopers michael it's a thing that was created so that lego could put out new sets that's the only reason it exists oh but it's so interesting and there's such great stories marketing tool just a marketing tool also ahsoka tano's in it no one on this entire planet earth would own disney plus if the mandalorian didn't exist call me a liar and i'll tell you why you're wrong the mandalorian is the best because it's star wars but the force is just like like a little drip of force. It's not based off force. And without giving you rich spoilers, but today's May the 4th, and if you're sticking around at the end of the program through Star Wars talk, I'm going to assume you're a fan. You bring back Luke freaking Skywalker? Those are the goosebumps that you were just talking about with Darth Vader on screen. I got those at home. Give me the Mandalorian number three. Mandalorian is strong work. I love that one. Next on my list would be Star Wars Rebels. No, that's a cartoon. Also another cartoon. It sucks. Tells a story in between episode three and episode four Ugh. of just a really interesting time in the Star Wars universe. Also created by <laughs> Dave Filoni. Great storyteller. And I could go on and on and on, but, you know, Ahsoka Tano. It's all about Ahsoka Tano, my dude. <sighs> Michael. The cartoon ones are the worst ones, and, and Van picked the worst ones. Well, well, at least my last answer was the episode of The Mandalorian with Ahsoka Tano in it. One hour from now, we will be at Hollow Spirits hosting the United Watch Party. Come hang out with your boys. Van, any final words? Too much for the time a lot of my friend, but anything we don't cover, make sure you check out tomorrow morning on Opening Drive with Jeff, JJ, and Amory. Good job, everyone. GG. See you in an hour at Hollow Spirits, Burke.